suckers! I'm Mike Busey, and joined as always, my co-host, Miguel Colon Jr. Welcome yourself to another amazing episode of the Mike Busey Show, streaming on where all popular podcasts are streamed, Spotify, Apple, fucking iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon, whatever the fuck, we're on this thing called Stitcher. Yeah, we don't even know what Stitcher really is. It's supposed to be like a podcast for people who have money, and we only have one friend who really uses it, like Matt, a horn blaster Matt brought it up to me. He's like, you guys, uh, you ever heard of Stitcher? And we're like, no. And he's like, oh, yeah. He's like, yachts basically come programmed with it and shit. Yeah, I was on a yacht all weekend with Matt from Horn Blasters, and it's official. I can no longer ever travel on a, on a, on a, on a small, humble vessel again. How big, how big is Matt's boat? Is Matt's boat? Big. It's like the size of our fucking tour bus. Yeah. And he said it could hold 150 people. Whoa, I don't know about that. That's what he said. He said 150 really? people. Yeah. Are you sure you're not doing Mike Busey math? No, there? man. He said it on the phone when I asked him. I said, how many people can your boat hold? He said 150. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I don't I don't know. Maybe, I guess. Yeah. Um, it did have uh, two bedrooms downstairs, and I did catch me a little double donger this weekend, Miguel. Nice, nice. It was, uh, it was good. Good double donger. It was perfect timing. We had spent all day out in the water, and we were, as we were cruising back so in on the So your balls were all salty and yeah. sweaty? Yeah, oh, yeah. I literally I could rub fucking McDonald's French fries on my body. As a fat dude, do you ever find? Because I find myself in that situation where like you're about to get a blow and you're like, "Fuck!" I just walked like two miles. You always rub the tip of your dick and you just do this little snip it. You're like, "Oh, yep, this ain't gonna be good." You can just touch when you touch it. You're like, "Ooh, that that's that's a little bit of slime." Whenever a girl goes in to give you head, if she doesn't immediately like just go ahead and go in, then I'm just like, "Quick, just suck it fast. Just go ahead and get the taste off it." Wash it down, get it, get a fresh, clean. Like dip. after a first suck, I'm like, you, you want a little bit of the sprite? You want a little bit of the sprite, real quick? Yeah, uh, sucking. Uh, so yeah. Fucking. So what you, what you, what you went out there, but the, tell, tell us about the the boat experience, your yachting days. Well, uh, Matt from Hornblasters.com used the promo code you see and save yourself some money. Uh, he uh, he was uh, he'd been asking me to come out on his uh, big ass fucking very expensive yacht for a while, and you know I. I I finally mustered up the, the courage to say, fuck it, I'm going to go. Because so you're a homebody, though, man. And even even though I know you're going to say it's because you worry because stuff isn't getting done, you won't go on the weekends to things, too. Like, you are... I punish said, myself if yeah. things aren't, like, if the house is not clean and everything's not good and we haven't been productive, I'm like, I guess I'll just stay here. But you also have mentioned before you get a weird self-consciousness about being in other people's stuff. Like, being in other people's homes and stuff. Like, you said, yeah. you, said like you, you feel a little bit like... It, you get a little stressed. Like, there's a stress. When well, like in a hotel, I'll wipe my ass on the fucking curtains and stuff. Uh, but, uh, you know, and, when uh, you're and someone's home, like, you don't, I just, you know, it feel. You get, like, a nervousness, you said, though, like, about, like. I want to decorate their house. And I just start looking at everything. Oh, my God, you should do this. You should do that. And then uh, I realized that I don't like people telling me what I should do every fucking five seconds. But you can't control it, though. Yeah, like, I can't. Yeah. I go. I will show up to your fucking house and start redecorating in my mind. Like I've already redone uh, Matt Hornblaster's like living room ten times. I wrote like a list out of shit. And it's to the point where I've seen you before. Like people are talking to you and you're looking at something. And they're, they're having is, a regular conversation, yeah. Wah, 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 and you're wah. just staring. And I've seen you before almost get physically, like, nervous, where it's just, like, because you're like, shut the fuck up. I have to change this picture. Yeah. I have to move this around. And yeah. I don't think you don't mean it in any insulting way, but you cannot uh, – your mind cannot let you not want to try to change things. I was down organize. in Matt's cabin of his boat, and uh, – so all these drunk bitches in there. We had we had we went out two days, but the first day there was like twenty girls with us, 
And they were just like, oh my god, oh my god, blah, 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 blah. And while they, they were in there just talking, I was in there just straightening up like the, the cabinets and shit. And I was batting down the hatches and stuff, making sure everything was all like turned out, label out and shit. And it's What's like one of the worst cases of that for you? When have you just been in the situation where it's like it was the worst for you when you went somewhere and you couldn't it, focus? It's gotten worse. I know that. Um, I know when I'm like stressing or whatever or something like like literally if the cops show up, I almost want to start vacuuming. Like, yeah, like, I know that for a fact. Coincidentally, like, I'm dressed as a cop right now and you can see it on MikeBC.com if you want to. Miguel, I actually feel more, you're making it more awkward that you haven't addressed it. I mean, you're, you're just having a normal conversation. I have this fake fucking mustache on and, and this fucking really gay, tight outfit. It's definitely like 70s porn cop vibe going on. Yeah. It's good, though. I like that there's no sleeves. It feels, it feels way better. It feels way better. Yeah, just, I can breathe. Earlier today, what you guys don't know is he got a boot stuck on him. Oh, uh, he was earlier weird. today, I mean, like thirty minutes ago. Yeah, he had, he couldn't get it, and he started stressing to the point where you were almost having a panic attack. Yeah, because like the boot couldn't out. come off you, freaking and you had out. Courtney yanking on it. And uh, I thought you you were yelling at us, and I thought you were yelling at us to come into the studio. So I came into the studio, you weren't here, and I'm like, I wonder where he is. And I come in the room, and she's yanking the boot off him, and it won't come off. But he is literally like, you could see, like it was like a panic attack. What uh, what was it? Was it because it like it was just like constricting it just, it get, you? Yeah, it constricts my body, and I I don't like that shit. I'm not into that crazy choking shit and the fucking. I don't want to like. You never if if, if my abuse ever gets if it's in the news that I hung myself, that means like I I got I got murked. If I I hanging myself. If I come and I see your body hanging with like some Japanese manga porn all laying on the floor. It's a setup. And, and there's cocoa butter in your hands. And I look up and I see that the shelf behind you isn't organized. I'm like, <laughs> bullshit. It was this a murder. Mo- yeah, this is a fucking murder. They're like, why? I'm like, because before Mike Busey killed himself, there's no way he would have all these shoes scattered on this back wall. Yeah, just know if I kill my, if I ever was to kill myself, I definitely wouldn't use do it by hanging. And uh, I definitely would make sure the house is clean before. Yeah, yeah, it literally like he'd be wiping his own blood up if he had slid his wrist in a bathtub. Oh, you're doing it all wrong. Roll the roll my body back over this way, Miguel. Yeah. You're doing it wrong. His suicide note would just be notes to do around the house. Hornblaster Matt's coming over at six. Make sure the house is clean. Also, we're shooting a video tomorrow. I miss you, Scrappy. You yeah. know that's your fucking suicide note. My suit. You think my fucking lectures or or oh my com- God. meetings are long? Wait till you read my suicide. You wouldn't note. read it. First of all, you wouldn't. Re- first of all, it'd be written in emojis on Instagram. Yeah, it'd be like capitalize the first letter of each word. Yeah, sorry guys, I had to gun emoji, head emoji, water emoji because he couldn't find blood. Yeah, uh, this oh, there's, is- there's a blood emoji. Oh, perfect. Then. One drop, and it wouldn't be a note anyway. It'd be a video. Yeah, it'd be a suicide, video, and it would be 45 minutes long. And it would ramble. And at the end of it, you wouldn't even kill yourself. You'd go clean at something because you forget forgot. I forget I was, uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I forget I was making a suicide video. Yeah, at the end of it, it would just be like, hey, I'd guys, be like, Miguel, what, what was I doing again? Yeah, I'd be like, go ahead and swipe up if you want to see me blow my head off. But before I do this, uh, I want to list my favorite songs. And then an hour and 30 minutes into it, you'd be like, and fucking aliens, you know they're real. Yeah, you know the you wouldn't even be in the bathtub. I would bathtub. talk myself out of suicide. Yeah, you wouldn't even be in the bathtub with the toaster anymore. You'd be outside with the leaf blower, just looking at the people, and be like, "And I'm telling you, man, there's something to fucking ancient aliens." What was I doing? Oh, I was cleaning the tent. Yeah. Well, if you ever uh, watched the Man on the Moon movie with Jim Carrey, Andy Kaufman story, uh, his funeral had like 
a whole video presentation. And ever since I seen that, I was like, I'm gonna do that. You should do like Oprah at your funeral. Be like, everybody, check under your chair. You get a suicide note. You get a suicide note. It's definitely be a scavenger hunt. Some strippers, some midgets, hot dogs. There's gonna be some fucking pizza rolls. Are you gonna, gonna, gonna are you gonna be like funeral. buried in the bus? And just have the bus lit on fire, Viking funeral. Actually, style. it's oh my god, it's so funny you talk about that. Because last week I was talking about like what's the legalities on. Remember we were talking about funerals, yeah, or uh, uh, cemeteries. cemeteries. And um, I, I think that I'm gonna die here, so I should be buried here. So I'm, I'm, I'm now gonna uh, start a. I'm gonna build my mausoleum, or how do you say that word? I like the way you say it. Right. It has more L's. Yeah, yeah, mausoleum. Yeah, I'm gonna build one of those. It's gonna be. It's gonna, I'm gonna what build are you gonna a build? Giant statue. What are you gonna build? I'm gonna build some Buschetti statues. There you, know? you go, bro. You know, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna build a big ass statue of me, and I'm, I'm thinking, you know, you know, like these Egyptians, they had it, they had it, they had it down right. You know, they said, listen. I mean, maybe they didn't have plastics and other materials, but uh, they made it happen. They uh, kept these giant ass. I need to. I need to have something made of granite, and then whatever stronger than granite. I need to just have like something that will last forever, and that'll really like no one's gonna be motivated to destroy. Would you? Would you alter your statue to make you look different? Because I mean, slightly slimmer. Two hundred years from now, you know, they're just gonna have the statue. They're not going to know what Mike D.C. actually Sounds like, like Michael, uh, David, Angelo's, whatever, fucking the, junk, the, the small dick? penis. He's like, wow, my dick might be slightly bigger than that. You just have your dick like over your shoulder. It's so big. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, what's something that you want to be remembered for forever? Uh, it, probably something I actually didn't do. Like, I'd much rather there be hype about me that'd be like, you know, fucking what he did for the space program. I mean, this motherfucker, you know, just make it a lie that just travels on longer. Yeah. There's there's a lot of like um, fairy tale things that float around me. I always hear some random stories like yeah I heard. Duh, 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 duh. I've heard so many crazy. What's one you don't argue because it sounds so good? When I was poor, I wouldn't argue that I was rich. They'd be like that fucking guy's so rich. <laughs> like, I really am. Also, if you guys hear the power shut off at any point, that's because these Roman blackouts because of oh, government. Yeah. So. Man, what's what's some stuff that wasn't true that I went with? Um, there's I, I go with some things that wasn't true, and then I was like, ah. Uh, well, how about this? Great idea, but no. Before you knew you were actually Mike Busey, did anyone ever say you look like Gary Busey? Yeah, when I when I was younger. Yeah. Like I'd I'd hear like yeah, you look like fucking that that actor guy, and I think that they had Nick Nolte and Gary confused. Confused. And uh, I, I remember when I when I uh, met Shaq, he was telling me about him meeting Gary, and he said something like, "Yeah, he got mad because I called him Nick Nolte," and he said uh, he said something like, "Yeah, what, what, would you be mad if everyone thought you were Kareem Abdul Jabbar?" <laughs> and then he's and then kind of like, "Well, checkmate, I got yeah. you on that one." So, but uh, I've heard stories to where they're like, "Oh, I heard you got to suck dick to go in there, and you got to get naked, and da da da." And they were like dead ass serious, and I was like, "That's a great idea," but unfortunately, it's thirty three dollars uh, a month. You don't have to suck anyone's dick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot. And of, we kind of want the thirty three more than anything. A lot of closed minded people think that, like, oh, you know, oh, it's always like the girls too. They're just like a little more uptight, you know. They're like, oh, so I heard it. Did it? I was like, what? You heard what? I like, like when people would be like, I heard 
that they are sex trafficking women. Meanwhile, I'm getting yelled at by a fucking maid here. You know, and yeah. she's like, "Go oh, fuck yourself! I'm not doing it." And I'm like reading things. They're like, "They sex traffic women and dominate them." I'm like, "Why am I getting fucking yelled at by the maid right now?" If yeah. we're in the sex traffic domination game, the the thing is that like you know I I run the joint, but this place is definitely ran by women, and we've given uh. I should get like an equal opportunist fucking uh, merit badge or something because I've hired uh, a lot of minorities, a lot of uh, gay people. Are gay people considered minorities? I don't know anymore. I don't know. I think the white. I think a white man is. Uh, I think gringos are considered minorities. They're slowly, really not. You guys are still like the biggest surely. population. I just feel like there's a lot of hate hatred towards uh, straight white males. Ah, well, as, as of recently, stop fucking up. Um, yeah. <laughs> hey, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do nothing. I'm just trying to have a good time, do my thing, you know. Fucking. I, my favorite thing though is when I do hear white people tell me like that they're worried about being a minority. I'm like, why? I thought nothing's wrong with being a minority. Everything's cool. They're like, I get worried that white people are going to end up a minority. I'm like, but I thought it was great. You know, <laughs> I thought there was no problems being a minority. Why the worry? That's that's such a slippery slope because then that that conversation turns into a lot of other conversations. Which is, I guess, is why we have a podcast. Because we brought it back in 2020. And uh, it was... You're so dedicated to your mustache right now. That's what nobody understood. If you're listening to this podcast, you're wondering, like, where Mike's kind of rambling. His mustache is falling off of him. And it's, it, it, it's all he's focused on right now. I can't, I, can't even, I can't even focus with all this shit on. I know. You got too much going on. You're I was going to be the stuff. Chewbacca, too. I was going to dress up as Chewbacca. Mm-mm. Good thing I didn't go that route. It's always too hot for you. There's no way you could have been Chewbacca. I would have lined his fucking his suit with fucking lard cold <laughs> That's lard good. cold lard <laughs> yummy i have never thought of cold lard to keep you cool it might have worked yeah but uh i'm i'm uh i'm exhausted mentally because there's a lot of people out there that uh have an opinion about things about what's been going on recently and uh let's just say Sometimes the people that are, are spewing it, I'm just like, shut the fuck Most up. Most of the times I'm like that. Most of the times I'm like, shut the fuck up to people. Because everybody comes at me with headlines and no other facts. And then when you when you try to debate it with them, they get louder and spew more of their headlines. But most motherfuckers are full of memes and headlines. And Whoa, watch your mouth. I know. I, I, don't want, I don't want to disrespect memes. I know this is the house that memes Put some build. respect on it. But uh, most motherfuckers, man, they really do. And they just... And then there's so many people are uninformed about what, like, they just come at you with shit. They're like, yeah, that's that's fine, but did you know? And I'm like, where did you hear that from? And then they'll show me, like, the article, and it's from the batshit crazy post. And they're like, yeah, but I'm telling you, man, sometimes sometimes they fucking nail it on the head. Well, I think people get trapped into a, uh, like, a, a category of where they fall in, where they believe in whatever, yada, 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 on the board. And uh, there they... They almost feel like, well, they're either far left or far right. There's never, like, no middle between ground. Yeah. It's either fuck them all or, you know, whatever. Who knows? I just hit Poop Boy. I hit Poop Boy straight in the nuts because he's sitting here listening to the podcast asleep. Yet this is the motherfucker who'll be like, you guys should do a four-hour podcast. I don't know why you guys won't do a four-hour podcast. We've been working all day. It's 2 o'clock in the fucking morning, and now you're sleeping because you had had a long day at the strip club. Yeah, you had a long day of eating steak at the strip club and not doing shit. No, you will be awake. Don't don't attack him, bro. You will be awake, motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfucker will be awake. Oh, fuck. Yeah, so politics, like, I've never heard someone argue a point and then the other person opposing them go, 
Oh my God, you're right. I'm totally wrong. I apologize. Not on social media. Not like, on anything. Yeah. Well, you sit down and you'll hear people talk about stuff, and when they're when they're just two people and they don't have to impress anybody, they'll be like, oh, "I don't know about that. Maybe I should check that out, or maybe this or that." I respect people who I like. Okay, they stand on this side of the fence, or this, is, or vice versa, whatever be the case. But then when you when you can intelligently discuss things. And you can kind of hear them out. That's why I like to listen to both sides of whatever. I mean, I ain't gonna lie. I'm pretty disgusted by a lot of shit. It's 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 gotten to a whole new level of fuckery for me, and I don't even know where to begin. And I don't even want to even. I don't even know if I want to even go there. Do it. The worst thing you ever do in this podcast is not go into the things that you should go into. Because I know my mind has it it, it, it festers on some of these things throughout the week, and. This there, should be your release, man. This should be your uh, yeah, therapy. Yeah, but it's like I, I don't want to bore people sometimes with my what my ideas are and what and what I think about certain things. That's what they want to hear, it, though, what, man. Yeah, but when it comes to some of this stuff, it's like I don't know, man. I don't want to fucking. It's just uh, I I know I don't know everything, and I'm always trying to educate myself. But there's so many things that just fucking disgust me, you know. And I'll start with a. Uh, well, the 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 Verti, uh, what's his uh, James o, O'Keefe? Uh, what's the? It's called Project Ver, Vertas. We Vertas, yeah. He follows me on Instagram, yeah. And uh, I will get sucked into shit. And just recently, he he released that uh, Facebook. That he he. Well, let me let me state this factual. He just had two alleged whistleblowers. Uh, come forward and uh, basically leak documentation within Facebook that they give you a a score based on like where you stand with vaccinations. So today I was watching some of these videos he, that he uh, released and they were all like black like screen yeah. and whoa, why yeah like yeah. The, like like they watched like like remember the old mob shit whenever they would show like the video yeah. and, and the mob snitch would be like you know well, one time me and tony dogs went to a fucking bull show and we stabbed the guy in the eye and you know somebody's watching i'd be like is that nikki lombardo that's the only person i remember to stab somebody in the eye at a pool hall so they they give you a score on like where you stand with vaccination and uh you you basically get you know what they call shadow banned or whatever. So the more you talk or discuss, because we are, I mean, it's pretty common knowledge now. They're able to scan your shit. Yeah, and I've even seen some stuff scanned that was incorrect. Like, uh, how many well, times have you been put in Facebook jail for some shit? That you're like, that's not even a Facebook crime. Yeah, I, I wasn't even talking about politics. It was just like, you know, questionable sexual. Uh, post. I guess they were too sexy, and that's always the weirdest when it's like a fully clothed person not doing a sexual act, and it's like this is I, I the, like the algorithm's like I just got a straight fucking hard on. Uh, this is this is way too sexy for my fucking computer ass. Like I had I had a video of AK uh, wearing like a like a, a sweater, and it was a little low cut. It showed maybe like an inch or two of cleavage. Yeah, but it was like the the skin tone was matching her sweater. So I think you got tricked and literally thought I was like pulling. Computer shorts. catching boner must report. Yeah, exactly. So then I did thirty days for that. Uh, Doesn't it feel like you did? Like when when I tell people about Facebook jail, I'm like, 
let's see 2016 i did like a three-month stretch uh 2020 i did a whole i just did a bullet man i was in for a month i wish facebook jail they put you in a facebook jail like you're you're you could only now read things from other facebook inmates you know so this way you could be like yeah jailed in the cut with that dude he's solid man uh turns out he believes applesauce give babies autism but you know fucking straight shooter in the box man you know we we sailed up I mean, do you really want me to go into this shit? Because I'm holding back, like, tremendously. Yeah, you are, man. Yeah, fucking go in. All right, this right, we're all fucked. AI, fucking goddamn aliens, fucking the government, all this shit. We're, we're The resistance is futile. It is, because you can fight it all you want. What are you fighting, though? Anything, anything that you stand against, any type of establishment of government, you're gonna fucking face. Like, if if you barking loud enough, they coming, they coming, they coming for you, player. Uh, it's happened from Jesus. It happened to fucking. It happened to goddamn Martin Luther King. It happened to JFK. JFK went on the record and said he will split the CIA into a a, a million pieces and shattered into the wind. Thirty days later, my fucker got murked. You know. Uh, the 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 FBI was watching John Lennon. They didn't like his uh, his stance on the anti fucking Vietnam, and they were fucking following him. Out. And, you know, it's all the same shit. Crazy loon, loon fucking goat man shoots him, then you never hear about him and whatever. Just who's it? Mark David Chapman's the one who shot John Wayne, right? Or John John Lennon? John Wayne. Yeah. Nobody fucking shot John Wayne. First of all, uh, is it didn't isn't Mark David Chapman up to get out now, or did he just die? In jail? I, no, I think they uh, he was up for parole and he got denied again. What would happen if Mark David Chapman got parole? What would you think would happen? I mean, I don't think I think it'd be like the rest of it. Everyone says they'd be about about it, but they ain't nobody about it. Ain't nobody. Fucking I don't know if Takashi's anyone knows who he is. The street. That's what I'm saying, man. I don't think people would know who he is, and I think nowadays people would, would there would be some group that would be like, we need to hear his story. Yeah, his story is he fucking shot John Lennon. That's the end of his story. Well, that's the government game. The government game will. Keep Keep shit all like confidential, and they'll wait for enough time to go by, and then they'll make you feel like they're being. Up do you front think? And you, do you think Mark David Chapman was like a government assassin? I don't think so. I mean, I do believe though your part. I know the FBI and them were following John Lennon. They hated his. They hated his thoughts and stuff because fucking he was. You know, he was a peaceful hippie revolutionary, and that shit wasn't the time. Yeah. But I think like Mark David Chapman was was his own. Fu- is it, it was Mark David Chapman, right, guys? Right, was it? Yeah, Mark David Chapman. I think uh, he was his own gunman. The problem is, um, like, the, the, throughout all the years, so many people, the lines get blurred on what's, what real the real story is. Nobody wants to hear stories. Everybody wants to hear, like, conspiracies and stuff. And I think if Mark David Chapman was released, there'd be tons of people that would be like, he was innocent, man. He was set up you know without CIA, having evidence. You know the CIA uh, came up with the word and the term That's conspiracy? not true. I read that off a meme, and then I looked it up, and it's not true. Is it? Yeah, it's not true. The word conspiracy theory was used early in the 1900s in a uh, – and you brought this up on one other, one other time, and I looked it up to see. Uh, in the 1900s, the word conspiracy theory was used in like a radio program, uh, and it had been used before. The CIA used it once in the uh, – in the what is the name of that report that they did for Kennedy – the, the no, the reader was the film, the not the Mueller report. I can't remember the name of the report, but they used it one time in that report. So they didn't come up with the term conspiracy theory, though. Oh, maybe they fucking popu- Maybe they popularized it. I don't know. No, it's just a meme to make them a conspiracy. I mean, I mean, that's the thing we always got to do. We got to do one more step after reading something on on just a meme or a site because memes are designed just to get traffic. Well, here's where it gets hairy. You can do all the research you want, but where are you? What are you researching it with? I mean, if you're you already believing a meme, though, you can't use that argument. 
I'm not using an argument. I'm saying that like the foundation of information is corrupt at its at its foundation when when major tech companies are swayed and influenced politically or have some type of interest in things that doesn't yeah. fit the best interest of someone else to be out or to be released. The Warren report, that's what it was. The Warren report. They, uh, you know, it's 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 what happens. You know, it's uh, it's no secret. I mean, I think. Yeah. I think uh, it's just hard though because people will say that, and I'm not saying, but people will tell me that. But then they'll also quote a source they like. You know, they'll be like, "Well, you can't trust the well, media, man." And then they'll be like, "Well, I read this on the you, media." You could say, "Oh yeah, that's not a credible source. Let me get it from the other credible media sources first. So we're being, you know, which we know most of these media companies are owned by a select few of people. Yeah. Like there's six major companies now. I think memes are one of the most dangerous things right now because what started out as a one sheet of entertainment has now been utilized by people to be the basis of their whole argument. They'll be like, did you know that Russian cosmonauts invented blah, blah, blah? And you're like, where'd you find that out? They're like, oh, bro, I saw it. And then you you go one step into it and you're like, actually, man, there's like 37 things that say that that's kind of mistrust. Like, well, that's not what I read. <laughs> it's like that's not what well, I people like on. me. I, I love memes because it's like they're a fun short, though and cool though. There's yeah. pictures. It's real short to yeah. the p- point. Very small amount of reading, yeah. and I'm like, oh, cool, okay. And then there's some of them. I'm like, ah, I don't know about that, yeah. but I keep in the back of my head. And you know, it, it's you're right. You, you do have to look them up and try to find. And that's what's the hard up. part. But though, because, that is because at the end of the day, yeah. there's some major. I mean, he, here's here's why here's why it's scary because we watch what happened in the last year. And it literally just lifted this giant curtain of like, oh wow, oh, we didn't know that. Like for example, when you when you watch that documentary on Netflix, um, Social Dilemma. Oh yeah, yeah, I you mean, put me I, onto that. That I was felt really... like that's something we all agreed and knew was yeah. going on, but this like we didn't know to the it. level. Yeah, yeah, and then like like I said, that that, that whole leak today with uh, Project Veritas is that how you say it? Veritas, yeah, it's, yeah. it's Latin. Yeah, and and this guy, I don't know how he's even alive. Uh, James O'Keefe, he's literally. Uh, fucking pulling the rung, rug under from underneath uh, several multi-billion-dollar corporations, and uh, I don't know how or why he's even how how he's even able to like even have social media because you see like with Alex Jones, I when I when I first heard that Alex Jones got banned from all social media, I was just like, what? Uh, and and. And this is before I even really like, like listened to much of his stuff. Yeah. You know, I didn't really know too much about him. But then when I when I realized when I put that in the into 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 theory in my mind, I was like, this guy got deleted off all social media. Like, so what are you gonna do to do that? And and, and it's simple. You can you can sum it up by this: is that you just gotta do or say something that a, a, a person or a organization doesn't agree with and they can silence you. And that is the 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 veer that is literally like What's, not what we're supposed to be doing here in fucking United States of goddamn America. That is the, that is hindering our Second Amendment. And uh and today or or, or yesterday uh, our wonderful governor of Florida. By the way, can we all just um, can we all can say now Florida won? Though we want to make America like Florida. Florida needs to be like America. I think one of the America cra- needs to be like Florida. One of the crazy things is that we we've built a society. We all have dependent on social media, which was such a dangerous move because it's it, they're all independent private businesses. 
you know and and we've we've got this feeling now like i personally have this feeling now where it almost feels like social media is a right but it's not a right but it's it's a part of my life so much that it feels like you know you have the right to social media and we don't but it's so a part of our life like if you don't have an email address there's shit you just can't do yeah. you know there's literally and that's weird that's weird to think because emails are in our private companies like like you know, if you have a Gmail, Google has the right for any reason they want. He's converting, boys. To Miguel's ban coming you. to the light. No, but it's, it's, it's weird. Come closer, Miguel. We've been waiting for you. We've got a seat here Google right for you. Google has the right. At Meanville. Here at Meanville. <laughs> we've been waiting for you, Miguel. But we've, yeah. been, we've, been test- we've been witnessing to you, brother, for a long time. Well, yeah, it's just though, like these, it, it, uh, it, uh, like Google, AOL, fucking Yahoo, they have the right to ban you for anything because they're a private company. They have that right. But... If you can't get a if if you can't get an email address eventually, there's tons of shit you can't do. You know, like yeah. there's tons of shit. You know, even even when uh, you know, like for the while when when the DMV was uh was closed for COVID, the only way you could get appointments was online. You had to have an email. You had to have this. And I know there are a billion sites you can get an email from, but it is crazy to think you have to have a third you have to have some affiliation with a third party company you gotta be plugged in bro yeah you gotta be plugged in and that's a some dangerous way, thing yeah it is because uh it sounds great you know it does i always i've, I've said this a couple times is when 9 11 happened i was like oh man man fuck these motherfuckers i was ready to fucking walk over there my damn self and fucking start you know getting getting fucking crazy i was ready to i was i was ready to fucking just i was I literally felt that wow, like okay, this is my patriotic duty to stand up for us. And then you fast forward twenty years later, I still want to know what the fuck happened to that other fucking World Trade Center building. I want to know why the fuck it collapsed and and why there was no. Uh, I think a lot we of got, questionable we got, things. We got played like a sucker with the Patriot Act. All of well, us. that's what I was getting at. All so of the Patriot Act because you couldn't ask anybody here. And they were like, no, man, we need this. We need this right now. because At the time, go- I was like, I don't care. I'm, I'm not no fucking terrorist. Let them go through my email. I don't yeah, care. That's the worst things we do is when, whenever we as a people say, but we were just, me and Chris were just talking about stop and frisk in New York. And, and this is the thing. There were so many people outside of New York that were like, I don't see what the problem with stop and frisk is. If you're not committing a crime, let the cops pat you down. But with that mentality comes, if you're not committing a crime, let the cops walk in your house whenever they want. Yep. If you're not committing a crime, let the cops read your journal. And it's a slippery it's slope. It's a slippery, slippery once, slope. Once you give away your freedoms and your you liberties. You never get them back they without don't go, blood. Yeah, they don't go, okay, guys, the, the, the terrorist threat has been uh, de-escalated from red to orange to now it's like now it's a yellow okay now it's green okay guys yeah you're all good we're not going to be snooping through your shit we're not going to be listening to your conversation here's the thing mike your liberties are taken bloodlessly but they're gained with blood but they're taken bloodlessly because you generally give them away liberties are given away more than they're seized by evil corrupt governments they're given away by people wanting safety by wanting things i will say get them back to get your liberties back, that's where blood is shed, lives are lost. Like people have to fight hard to get liberties back. But when it comes to losing them, you generally give them away with a smile. Like this sounds like it's better and safer for us. I, I will say this: hats off and bravo to whoever and whatever has been running the show, because it is well fucking played, and uh, it is the division and the anger. And the hatred to to what has happened just here in America, I can't speak on the behalf of the rest of these countries on this fucking planet, but I will tell you this: 
I I think uh, just in the last couple of years, the the things that I never ever ever thought would be like happening or are happening, and that now it's like not even a big deal. And I'm not talking about the fucking the the everyday talk about aliens and UFOs. That shit's like out of fucking control right now. And it's all, you know, it's, uh, I'll never claim to know exactly what is going on because my mind goes into some lot of fucking little wormholes and some shit. And it, uh, man, I don't even, we, we'd do six hours talking about this. No, you don't, don't worry yeah, about because the time it, because, because it, it goes, go, it goes, but it doesn't, you just go, my mind it. gets frustrated because I don't even want to open the can because open once I the open can, I can't, I can't I'd stop. Rather, I'd rather get the can open than hear 40 minutes about like what a teacher was wearing and like fucking a lunch lady fucking pair. I'd rather all right. hear we're, this. We're all, we're all, we're all fucked. Okay. This is, this is yeah. where my elevated consciousness has brought me to this point. Okay. I believe that we're all under an illusion of freedom, and I believe we were all sold something very, very that had a good meaning. I always say this: I may not agree with the direction uh, that America has taken, but I still believe in the romantic patriot idea of what it should have been. What is patriotism to you? Like, what is it? Because you use the word a lot. What is you? What do you think patriotism is? What What do you feel that is to you? It's It's a person, and it doesn't have to be just an American. It, it's a person yeah. that that has a love and a, and a loyalty to a country that they reside in. That they feel that they want to uh, take that group of people to to the best possible way of life, and a lot of them want to have free speech and 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 certain human rights that should be given to every human. And 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 they just want to, they want to be left alone. We 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 want we need roads and bridges and shit, and we need police, but we don't want fucking to be shot and killed by them, and we yeah. don't want to have our home fucking invaded because of some anonymous report, and they give them yeah. the authorization just to walk right in. And we yeah. and, and the thing is, is that I can't think of anything in this country that is perfect. Right, right. Like the idea of the judicial system is great, and how they have it kind of set up. But when you look closer to it, it's it's fucked. You know, anyone yeah. who doesn't have money can't afford a good a lawyer, or just happens to look not the part, or yeah. happens to have. You know, there's people. We were just me and Chris. We were also just talking a minute ago too about how and uh, and Sean as well how uh, people don't realize sometimes the court system can really put a strain on your life for something that wasn't a big deal you know we were talking about tons of people that catch a minor charge and, and i'm not forgiving i'm glad i'm guessing stuff like a gay uh, cop to have this serious this is conversation good. this is good this is good it makes because it, every it, time i look up and see you over there it, it lightens me up well, i've already lost the but, mustache and the glasses no well, just keep the hat but i've always we, i've always gotten nervous yeah when but I, what, and scared because i would think like wow so this person is a human and they've done their training and they have this uniform they have this gun they have this badge and they have literally the authorization, the legal right to fucking shit on my world. And that all depends on when the last time this guy got his dick sucked, how good he is at handling his weapon, well, uh, how much he well he he knows what the laws are. Well, what we were talking about uh, just a minute ago, me and Chris and Sean, was that 
uh, you get you can easily get tied up into the court system for things that are small, and we're not forgiving the crimes that people commit. But let's say you catch uh, like like a possession of marijuana charge, and you've got all these multiple court dates. And uh, I know people are going to be like, oh, well, you should be able to make your court dates. But everybody knows when you have a job, after a while, you can't be like, hey, man, I got to go to court again. You know, like there's a lot there's a lot of roadblocks that are put in the way of small crimes. And it's about the court system making money, not necessarily uh, well, now it goes trying to stop that. you from because cre- no, nobody stops smoking weed because they got to go to multiple court dates. And nobody gave a fuck that they were smoking weed, and smoking weed didn't affect anything. I understand it's a crime, so I'm not forgiving it, but it's just like, we all know people here who got caught back in the day with possession of weed, and they took their driver's license. And you know many people who I knew uh, lost their driver's license because they got caught with possession of weed, so they couldn't get to their job. So you know what they started doing? Selling weed. Because they couldn't get to their oh, yeah. job. The system's completely fucked, and if you don't you know, bow down and get in line... And keep your head down and keep it moving. You'll get trapped up. We I mean, know we know so many shitty parents that just boy, didn't pay. We. Yeah, that just didn't pay their child support, and uh, they keep getting drawn back into court. But it's like nobody's garnishing their wages yet and stuff. Yeah, because they don't have no wages. Yeah, because they don't have no wages. So and then they're working under the uh, under the table, making money, living their life, and these kids are fucked. I went to IRS to audit every stripper in America. Whoa, whoa, yep. whoa, I said whoa. It. Go ahead, IRS. I'm, I'm going to start snitching every stripper I know. I'm like, whoa. Yep. We all worked in uh, food and beverage, and we were waiters at one yeah. point. When they when you clock out in, you claim what you made. Like, oh, yeah, boy. right. Yeah, right. Yeah. I never made. I worked in the restaurant industry for like nine years. I worked as a bartender, and I mean, I was making like seventeen thousand dollars a year to the government. I was indigent. And then the worst part was, uh, so pre two thousand eight, pre housing crisis, you could just walk into a car dealership and they'd be like, "How much do you make?" And you're like, fifty grand." They're like, sounds good to me. Let's get him in a car. Yeah. And then two thousand eight happened, and then we had the housing crisis, and then pe- the government was like, "No, these people are going to have to prove." Their income and me and every other bartender was like prove our income so then they came up with a system where they were like can you get your boss to like sign a document that says you make this much and i'd be like sure give me the document and i'd walk outside and i'd come back in here it is like great here's your and then they took that away and after a while uh we were having to like document our income and it was horrible because you know i was bartender for years and they're like hey man you're making like sixty thousand dollars a year serving bar you, you owe taxes i'm like Taxes? Let's just yeah, like we've like, been on the list of fucked up shit. Taxes, healthcare, uh, insurance. Let's pay for something that when you do need to use it, they're going to charge you more money, and then they might drop you, and they're definitely going to cover what you've already put into the it. The crazy one was when medical insurance is like, I'm sorry, that's a pre-existing condition, and it's like, well, I didn't know that because I didn't have medical insurance to go to the doctor. They're like, yeah, pretty fucked, huh? Anyway. We we could go down a long. There needs list to be a medical insurance that's like the general, you know, like just Shaq doing general medical insurance commercials. Save money if you got kidney cancer. Call the general, you know. Yeah. There's. I want I medical I don't have insurance. All the answers. I want medical insurance so that if somebody bumps into me and I fall down, I can go ahead and my my insurance will just sue their insurance, you know, and just be like, hey, just like car insurance, you know, be like, hey, man, we hit him for the we hit him for a high number, you know. There's a. Uh we could do a whole series of podcasts on subjects that are just fucked and probably not just here in america probably you know a lot of places all around the world what opened you let me ask you this 
when you went to Colombia, it was probably like the first time you really traveled outside of America, America. Yeah. You've been to Canada, but that's like America light. And then you've been to the islands, but that's like, you know, it's hard, man. Because when you go to the islands, unless you're kicking it deep inside the islands, you're basically in like a tourist town. You know, it'd be like judging Florida by I drive. What was something that when you went to that, that just blew your mind in a positive way? No, in a positive way, which is cool. I guess that was oh. good. But blew your mind in a positive way. Because I know you had you had Those prostitutes of, blew my fucking mind. They blew a lot of things, bro. And it was all positive. And if you needed a raw dog negotiated blow a mind blown, hit me up. But when you went to when you went to like Columbia, what was something you were really like impressed by, man? The mall was really nice. The mall was in Medellin. Nice. I, I was like, wow, I'm in America. Yeah. I was I'll tell you this too, man. Their fucking trash collection was top notch do you remember every night when we were leaving yeah every night when we were leaving those streets were getting cleaned all the trash like was new getting york picked the up. trash yeah. runs at night yeah it was it was amazing there i don't know it's just uh did it change your going to columbia did it change your mind because you used to and you guys would say it and i'm not but you guys thought it was like a third world country in a sense you know like did you what's ha- the classifications of third world i know we, we use that term let me we, let me we find it, it out we, we use that term loosely yeah. i know i have but what is the actual definition of that? Because I consider like Mississippi a third world country. Let me see here. Third world country definition. A third world country is an outdated and offensive term. Okay, no, that's not what we need to use. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the general definition of a third world country can be traced back to the. Oh, come on, man. Give me a definition. We'll give you what we want to, but yeah, now. Yeah, they're like, just don't use that word. I want to touch on that though. So yeah, uh, Facebook has this way of even if you say the word COVID or virus or anything, any word, they have all these keywords that they can scan. And like this podcast probably will definitely be suppressed somehow. Someone will fucking like. I mean, my engagement in the last year has gone down through the shitter because. I'll literally have people like, oh, shit, I, I thought you got deleted. I ain't seen you forever. And I'm like, I got. I want to tell you real quick, the worst definition I just got right here is a third world country falls behind a first world and second world country, but ahead of a fourth world country. Wow. <laughs> Fucking whose kid wrote the definition for this? So Facebook has or Facebook, Instagram, same shit, same owner. They have ability to. Um, if you talk about it in a video and you post it to your story or whatever, it immediately tags this whole like COVID vaccination fact thing. And that type of shit, man, is not what I want. And I like there's a fine line between uh, being able to uh, have people report factual stuff. And I don't know what the answer is to this. I don't know how you police the entire fucking internet and then say hey this person doesn't know what the fuck they're talking about it so we're gonna fucking ban them or shadow ban them or whatever be the case or if they just don't believe in their political uh ideology and that's what's happened uh widespread when the president of the united states can get deleted on social media um that's weird that's weird to me and you can hate trump or you can love him and let's be honest let's be honest if they wanted to use their 
their guidelines for why they banned President Trump on social media. They would have done it a long time ago. They waited to use out the fucking door. And I, you know me, man. I, I, I clash with President Trump's policies on lots of shit. But let's be fucking real. They waited. Facebook, Twitter, everybody waited till the president was 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 not the hot ticket anymore because they were making tons of dough off him when he was the. Nobody banned him. Uh, right off the gate for the same things they say that they banned him for later, you know? He was a hot ticket. He was making billions of dollars for Twitter. And then when they were done with him, they wanted to look like fucking heroes and they banned him. Because the truth is, like, the guidelines and the shit that they said, uh, you know, President Trump had been violating those guidelines, based on them, had been violating those guidelines. If, they, if you want to go with that shit. But they didn't care because he was making, you know, and there's tons of other people who were violating those guidelines that haven't even been touched. It was just like, uh, it was, they were done with him. They wanted to look like heroes and they banned him. Real quick, also, found this out about third world countries. This is something I bet that none of us thought. The term third world country was developed during the Cold War era. And a basic definition for third world countries is developing nations that were not aligned with either the Soviet Union or the United States. So a country that, that was, was I didn't know that either. So one of the biggest defact, factors of if it was a third world country was, is it working with the Soviet Union or the United States? Because those were second world countries, smaller countries that were lined up with either the Soviet Union or the United States or the NATO allies and the Soviet Union. And then countries that were, were like in the mix that hadn't picked a certain loyalty yet were always small, undeveloped countries. And they were the ones that were considered third world countries. I, uh, I think there's extreme danger on what is going on right now and with big tech companies and I'm glad our governor of Florida Mr. DeSantos Mr. Ron DeSantos he uh passed some type of uh, bill yesterday I don't know the exact measurements of it but basically that uh, everyday uh citizens of Florida can actually go after these big tech companies and I don't even know how no, it's that No it's it's the government of Florida can go after a big tech company if they ban any po- politician from having a platform on their company. But the crazy thing is, how? Yeah, I, no, I don't think anyone knows how I that's going to yeah. work. I, I mean, I don't think yeah, our we, lawyer, our, our our legal team didn't come in today's podcast. Our so chief we, legal expert yeah, uh, wasn't here today. He wasn't available because I a wonder comment. how the state of Florida it could go after, let's say, TikTok, which. Uh, now I guess TikTok is owned by the United States, but how would they go after a foreign company? You know, let's say there's a foreign uh, thing that we're not thinking of that's a really famous platform that people maybe use or something like that. How do they? There's sue a them? gray area. There is something to it in the violations of their of their rights, but I don't think that complies. Yeah, but they don't have rights. To, the thing because you don't have rights on a private business. Well, when they're when you're censoring their Second Amendment, but you don't have rights. On that's that. that's a. That is a violation of their rights, but if it's a business and they're yeah. providing a platform, are they that's the question, able yeah. to do that? And I think that's kind of maybe maybe he's just starting the argument. Maybe, maybe he's yeah. trying to bring this to light to, to yeah. where there, it becomes something. Because you where, figure, uh, you know, Twitter doesn't owe you freedom of speech, which is weird, but they don't because so listen to this. Yeah, you you. Uh, if we were to apply to work at Facebook or, yeah. or whatever, they couldn't ask you certain questions legally because it would be discriminative. Right. So they're complying with that, but then they're not complying with it when they well, uh, let their users... Because their users aren't their employees. 
Yeah, but they're trying to say that it's discriminative and, and it's not it's not a a good practice to have, but yet then they're discriminating. That's where free speech has a slippery slope. And is and I've I don't know who said it. I remember hearing someone important say something about like it doesn't matter what they say, even if it's the most vile, most disgusting, hated thing, that we still have to stand up for even that. Because once once you start picking and choosing what you feel is acceptable, is when you basically eliminated exactly what you were. It's just the the question is, does Facebook, Twitter, and any of that have to provide you free speech? Because it's like our podcast. I could deny anyone for coming on our podcast and be like, I don't want your message on this, you know. And that's that. I mean, that's the question that we're asking. Do these do these sites have to comply with free speech because they're not the press? Even though we use them like they are the press, they're not claiming to be the press. Well, I mean, it's... Because uh, you're putting pictures of your pugs on there, and at the same time, people are running for office on there. What, what, is, the, what is the responsibility of these sites? Are well, they responsible for that? Here, here's the first problem, is that these uh, websites and these apps and these social media things have become so uh, influential in our day-to-day lives for even business i mean my my business alone uh relies on social media yeah. to connect with yeah, our, our whole company to engage with our followers so that affects me on that end but uh they become so big and so powerful that they've almost become like governments themselves there are our government reaches out to these platforms to do business with you know like amazon has like some 600 billion dollar contract with the cia they're providing some type of information. Yeah, we will never know the details, and you know, and even when we try, we everyone thought like the whole Freedom of Information Act uh, was like a fucking great thing because then we can start auditing. Everything and questioning. you get is redacted whenever you apply for anything. You look at it, and it's basically redacted, redacted, redacted. Well, that and you, uh, they've they've done a very simple fucking step around. They just have a third party company provide services and, and they don't have to do that and that's but that's where we get back to like instagram twitter and everything they are the third party companies so Lock, lockheed martin and fucking all boeing and all this all these these yeah. huge companies that provide stuff for military and stuff like they don't have to go into detail talking about yeah. their, their shit but then we get like whatever the government says and and it was back to what i was saying earlier about the jfk and all this but that if they would have came out and told us, yeah, we believe it was a fucking conspiracy or whatever, da-da-da-da. Because my, my impression of a conspiracy was when there was, like, one or two people that were purposely trying to hide the truth. Yeah. And uh, it's – I think that they, they played well because right now, if they were to come out and tell us, hey, the government killed fucking uh, JFK, what would happen? Nothing. What, these motherfuckers are basically telling us that we are not alone and there's aliens here. And we're just no one's no one's raising no one's riding no one's going to the streets no one's yeah. burning a building down, it's like oh yeah, and then it's just kind of just brushed over, and uh, there's there's a lot of things that I think I, I I don't know what exactly it is and what all is going on, but I find it impossible for me to fathom that is all coincidental that all these type of things have happened recently, and that where we're uh, turning, I, I I think the demoralization of the 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 fucking traditional family, it it uh has it definitely influenced our generation to go t- into a different direction. That is that is 
uh, anti this, anti that, anti this, and those type of things. Slowly but surely, it's it's it sucks because it's important for people that is that have like hatred in their heart not to be in power. It is important for someone who wants to like not hire someone based on what genitalia they prefer in their mouth. All those things are very important, but how are we going to be like the world police and how, where, who's the judge jury and who gets to say this and that on everything, who can protect people's freedom of uh, speech and, and religion and practice and everything. Because in a perfect world, nothing is fair in love and war and, we are all fucking goddamn fucking animals, biologically. However, you think we got here, either it was from the the di- direct intervention of God in His hand, or you think we spawned from monkeys or a fucking explosion of stardust. I, uh, I just think that humanity, over time, has tried to domesticate itself, and we're no different from that guy you hear in the news, like oh. Bob Smith from Vegas got eaten by his lion of 20 years. And it's like, no shit, he's a lion. That's in his nature. So governments and, and laws and all this stuff like that, they're, I like to think they're there for the better of the people. Right. But in a, in a democracy situation, they vote them in, but then they get all bought up by major corporations and there's lobbyists, and and they have their own agenda, and they're all connected. This isn't like if we were talking 10, 20 years ago about this shit, people would literally Baker Act us, think we're crazy. Now it's like the internet was a great thing, but it kind of also it uh it fucking it backfired on a lot of things. They're like, oh fuck, now they're talking. And you go look at some of these videos that are uploaded to YouTube. If you don't watch them right away, they're gone. And there's videos that I've tried to go look and I've watched. And I was like, man, that's a pretty interesting thing. And, yes, it's very easy, especially for a guy like me. I want to, like, hear something that's interesting. I almost want to believe it's true. I want to believe everything that I'm, and that I'm digesting. But we're all of our brains are they're hard drives. And we have got to be careful of what we program them with because everything we digest mentally is who we become and and if you start it you could you could lock someone up in a in a jail and make them watch Fox News for years and they would turn into like the biggest fucking hater of the other side or vice versa have someone watching CNN and also they're going to wind up hating everyone on the other side and that shit is scary because you know we all know that we're taught things we're influenced by things some unfortunately some of these ideas are always brought in by something else it all goes down a long line of, well, I just Googled. Okay, well, who owns Google? We don't fucking know. Then this Google owns all these other companies. And and I feel like I hate to say the word or the phrase Illuminati or New World Order. And I hate to even address that stuff because I don't have any of the answers. I think it's important to listen to everything and digest it and to be very careful at what you strongly believe in because it is very quick and easy. And we've, we've had this personally with friends of ours. They would go down these crazy fucking tunnels of bullshit and they would get sucked into it. And they'd start arguing with somebody who's literally sitting in his fucking, in his fucking apartment with scratching his balls. And he's trying to tell you about world economics. And like anytime you hear somebody that is so strongly opinionated on anything, 
you have to be cautious because like they're influenced by something that you're not and they're gonna have a different look and it's it is important to like listen and hear out everyone's side and wonder why they think that but when it becomes personal this is why you know they always say you can't talk about religion and politics and like that it's those no no taboos but it's 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 that uh you know once you do once you lose that mutual respect from the other fellow human we're all like barbaric animals every one of us where some of us some of us poop inside some of us poop outside some of us fucking have an emotional fucking train wreck going on in our minds and we, we can't keep i know i know i've had people live here that literally is zombified by pussy you know we people are very influenced very easily very simply and you could almost convince anybody of anything yeah, well, one of the done big, the right way. One of the biggest things is, is people want to hear the, what they want to hear. They want things to fit their narrative. And it's dangerous because once you want it to fit your narrative, you're looking for details to make what you already believe believable instead of trying to figure out if what you believe is real or not. But I do know something I believe. Oh, okay, here we go. I believe we're This is why we can't do anything. We, we can't can- fight the man because Miguel wants to go on a break. And yep. we get back, we'll have some more Mike BC. Oh, no, you've already started this. I'm, I'm going to go deeper because I'm just going to keep going. See you soon. See you soon. <laughs> Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBC.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, watch your mailbox because we're sending you one of these badass members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good if you're really into the content stuff, but for me, I'm more about the coming down, the parties. Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It's about coming down, hanging out. Being a member of MikeBC.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat, it's an experience. As a member of MikeBC.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at MikeBC's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking, sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience during members weekends you'll be rubbing elbows some of the sexiest craziest wildest ladies you'll ever imagine the beauty beauties don't worry campers we've gone an extra mile here at the sausage castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience 
I've been following Mike Busey for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, it's the best, been the best three months of my life. So Memberships is missing out. I, uh, I started following Mike Busey about uh, about two years ago, and the guy's a real guy, and uh, allows people to come here. They're like outcasts in society, and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, I gotta get, I gotta fuck with this guy. Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, but I'm I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle, having a great day of fucking the drunken field day. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party at the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track. Swim in our lake. Enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During Members Weekend, enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer. Live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, airboating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade, epic costume parties. Do you remember playing Field Day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each member's weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. Yeah, that's right, Team White, Team Blue, not Team Black, they lose. Oh, right. It's like that, Big Mike. It's Team Black, bro. Even though we lost all our all our stuff so far. The Members Weekend, I'm going to put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, this is just, it, it's life. It's, it's amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how loving they are, and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us. Like, it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get, they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment in our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities. Rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sausage Castle. At Members Weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on party cruise boat adventures. You never know where Mike Busey's going to take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free, backstage or even on stage. Oh yes, if you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My name's Vince from L.A. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, 
just do it. Once you do it, you won't regret it, and you'll just love every second of it. It's a, such a debauchery that it, it's oh a good debauchery. You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey, and then he introduces you to a whole other fucking life. Then you become a member, and then you fucking see the debauchery show for it. Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest. I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on. Gatorade, cigarettes, bullshit the gas station, the sausage castle. It's a place that defines freedom. A place that you can be yourself. A place where all walks of life are welcomed. No matter what race, religion, rich or poor, gay or straight, Christian or atheist, it doesn't matter. Come and enjoy. Arrive as strangers and leave as family. Welcome back to the Mike Busey Show. I'm Miguel Colon, joined in studio with the man himself, Mr. Mike Busey. And you know who we're also joined with? We're also joined with our many new members, including Chandler Delaney from Bellevue, Nebraska, Ross McMaduro from Dumfries, uh, GB. I don't know what that is. Jason Hilliard. Is that Great Britain? Green Bay. No, Green Bay is because it's it's this is the country, so it's got to be Dumfries, Dumfries and Gallo, Great Britain. Jason Hilliard from Orlando, Florida. Good old American. Thanks, thank you, sir. Charles Dolson from Windermere, Florida. This motherfucker got money. Hell yeah. Jesse Zimmerman from Clayton, North Carolina. Joel Rodriguez from Fort Worth, Texas. Antonio Fernandez from Albany or okay, from Albany, Oregon. You ever see a city that just blows your mind when you're just like, he's from Brooklyn, Massachusetts? You know, like, what the fuck? Uh, Larry Page from South Portland. Uh, Pete Evans from Gainesville, Florida. Hey, Pete, I hope you're going to Ginny Springs uh, this weekend. Gregory Martin from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. John Quintanilla from Smyrna, Georgia. Dominique Martin from Mountville, Pennsylvania. Dustin Curigi from Franklin, Louisiana. Henry Dong from Keller, Texas. Old Dong. Old Dong. Mark Edmondson from Mission Viejo, California. David Cantor from Indian Shores, Florida. Kobe Verrett from Homa, Louisiana. Homa. Nick Corgno from Phoenix, Pennsylvania. And Todd Warren from Connery, Texas. Who you got, Mike? Let's see these names. Steven Cox from Marion, Ohio. Sean McLean from Elicid. Ohio, Damian Taylor from Orlando, Florida, Michael Trammell from Tulsa, Oklahoma, Maria Geraldo, 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 yep, yep. Uh, Tampa, Florida, Jack May from Fort Pierce, Florida, Porter Wilson from Lakeland, Florida, Alejandro Vasquez, Mongolia, uh, Magnolia, Texas, Derek Flynn from Starkville, Mississippi, or Missouri, I don't know. Eric Estrada from Indianapolis. Eric Indiana. Estrada, yeah. Eric Estrada, that's the cop from Chips. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Is Eric Estrada a fan of ours? Let's hope so. Let's hope. I am dressed up like a cop today, mm-hmm. sweating my balls off. Jacob Henry, or no, Jacob Harvey from Tomball, Texas. Giovanni Rodriguez from Miami, Florida. Pablo Sanchez from Roy, Utah. Austin Mitchell from Sebastian, Florida. Hunter Lucas from Kaiser, Wyoming. Or, no, that's West Virginia. Uh, you know what's funny? Like, sometimes just the state abbreviation is harder than the fucking <laughs> Bro, name. Bro, I'm going to tell you, 
every now and then I'm like, shit, is that Maryland or Massachusetts? Can we just spell the whole state out next time, Steven? Steven, can you actually put a picture of a famous person from that state so I can Can you just get us a picture, a puzzle, like those little puzzles of the actual shape of the state? Can you put the state bird there so that I'm like, oh, my God, a a pheasant cresselhen, Montana, you know? What's the state bird of Florida, Mike? The state bird of Florida is a... What are you boys looking up right now? I don't know either. Um, I'm going to say it is one of those herons. Yeah, I want to say it is a heron. Is it? Is it the state bird of... Sandhill Crane? I know... Fuck it. I think the state bird of North Carolina is a scissor tail flycatcher, or that's Oklahoma. Remember when we were in school and they would teach you the capital? This and oh, I'd be yeah. like, oh, I don't know. I'm not feeling that. Hey, Aaron, what do you got for the state bird here? Northern Mockingbird. Wow. I've never fucking seen a Mockingbird. I don't know. I don't know if I have. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, I wonder if Austin Mitchell from Sebastian, Florida has. Oh, I lie, actually. Guys, real quick Mockingbird story. Uh, I remember we were working uh, We were working a job, and my buddy had a car alarm that was like, sweep beep, sweep beep. And uh, all of a sudden, every time we'd go outside, we'd hear all the birds making the sweep beep, sweep beep. And I was like, is that your car? He's like, no, those are Mockingbirds. They're mimicking the sound they heard. Wow. Yeah. So they're parrots. Yeah, basically they're they're whack ass parrots. Troy Harris from Dillonvale, Ohio. Stephen Kenlaney from Tempe, Arizona. Jay Magrill from Montedesto, California. James Dotson from Goose Creek, South Carolina. Goose Creek, South Carolina, two nine four four five. Okay, we know where that's at. James Dobson, I wonder, I wonder if I know any of your people, James. How, James, hit us up and tell me uh, on Facebook or on Messenger or something. Let us know uh, where you at from Goose Creek, because I was Pine Harbor Homes, baby. Major thanks to all y'all who have signed up and become a member of the site. We appreciate. We thank you. We love you. We hope to see you at our monthly events here at the Sausage Castle. This weekend, we're going to be meeting up at Jenny Springs, and I hope to see Brandon Alvis from Midwest Oklahoma there and Louis Guerrera, Poinciata, Florida, Isaac Yabara from California City, California, and there's a Cody... Uh, what was the last part of his name? That oh, Cody. Re- I got Cody over here. Sorry. Miguel, like, fucking lipped this like a blunt and then tore it in half. Chandler from no. Oklahoma. Oh, I have a Cody something, W-A, and that's all I got. So, Well, I also got Mackenzie Johnson from Peking, Illinois, Kevin Strange from East Alton, Illinois, and Eric Love from Pontiac, Michigan beautiful pontiac man guys seriously uh by if you listen to the podcast and and you love it and you want to just do something uh by financially supporting what we got going on here that is fucking that's about all we could ever ask you know we don't need you to repost anything or or fucking tell you don't even tell a friend we can be your dirty little secret which a lot of us definitely are to you guys um but by becoming a member you not only get to see this and hear it first and watch it first but you get to come to the events, and boy, are they fucking worth it. You come here for three days in a month, stay here camping, getting drunk as fuck, eating, making friends. These motherfuckers are getting laid. Let me let me say this. Out of control. There are people still hitting me up about our Cinco de Mayo putt-putt party, and we personally feel like we didn't even nail that one because of time constraints and things. Yeah. But we did uh, have a little putt-putt uh, action before we uh, stepped into the studio tonight. How many times have you played the course, actually, Mike? Like, all the way through? Or no, just like holes and stuff here and there? I've I played it all the way through twice. 
and I've like fucked around with it a couple more times. So maybe four total. I go out there at least once a day, Mike. Son I pick a, a hole. I pick a hole and I play it. If Rowdy's out there, I grab Rowdy. Who I'll add, we just discussed this on a video we just posted. But me and Rowdy were the two people the most against the the. We were against how the putt putt uh, course was being built at the time because we wanted it to be budgeted better and have more time to do it. But I definitely love the putt-putt course. There are some holes that uh, we didn't really use science when we made them. No, definitely There's some not. holes that no matter how hard you hit your ball, it's going to come right fucking back to you. <laughs> it is definitely, uh, let's just say you won't get bored with it for it being too easy. No, no, no. This, this, uh, physics is against you on a lot of it. There's some areas where the ball can't stop. Like it just can't stop if it lands there because how it's slanted. Yeah, and we got it. We got to fix some of the sides because the borders have this little gap to them. Because because of this, you can't whack it into the border and bounce it. But other than a couple things we need to fix, it's a badass putt putt course. We're gonna fix a lot of things around here, I and mean, slowly but surely they are getting fixed. Um, the tour bus just got a generator put in thanks to our friend Gilbert, who has been busting ass. Him and Rowdy Rob have been on it for days. It is technically. The bus doesn't have power yet. Yeah. So we're hoping we have booked all Thursday. the rooms in it. Yeah. <laughs> we we if uh, if you are listening to this, uh, which this if you're listening, that means you're not a member, which means you could just be a member and hear it first, and you'll hear it technically today. Technically, it's technically Wednesday morning. What time is it right it's now? It's like three o'clock in the morning. Three o'clock in the morning, yeah. and we're trying to do this after a long day of work here. Uh, that's been, why sometimes guys we get feedback from people and someone's like oh man you guys missed you missed a week because altogether i think we've missed like four or five weeks of the podcast with about 40 episodes altogether that we've done but every now and then we just have so much shit in a week and and the one thing that people don't get is as easy as this is for me and mike it's also work yeah. it's real hard especially because all day while we're at work, we're talking about shit like this. Real life shit. So sometimes when we get up here to talk about it again, it's like, fuck, I know we want to talk about aliens, but we literally spent three hours in the office going back and forth about this. I didn't even get up during the break because I'm just like, I was already yawning. My nose is stuffed up right now. I am a little tired. I didn't take my CPAP machine to Tampa. And, so uh, it's still catching up with you? Yeah. Uh, it, it's weird. If I go a couple of days without sleeping with it, it fucks me up. So... And we are going overboard as always. When we go to Jenny Springs, we are bringing. Lights, I gotta go. I gotta trust. go look at a truck tomorrow for us. Uh, yeah, a, a, a fucking box truck. We got a whole convoy of people just bringing golf carts, trailers. We are basically setting up a pop up party in the fucking woods at Jenny Springs, and it is. Uh, well, if you are, it's a du- I'm gonna amazing. say this: if you are a dude, and you're not a member. And you come see us at Jenny Springs. You're like, bro, I want to party with you. No. Because we've been talking about Jenny Springs this whole fucking time and saying, yeah. become a member, become a member. If you are a green member, you are required to bring four hot girls with you. All right. We'll take any type of girl. If, if yeah. This- I just I wanted to say hot because I know I'm going to be making bargains. But, yeah. you know, it's like a trade-in where they try to lie. They're like, I can't take a trade-in after 2016. And you show up with a beat-up 2008. I'm like, let me see what I can do. It's fucking four in the morning. I'll, I'll make it work. I'll make it work. Yeah. Also, there's a bounty. There is a bounty on A.A. Ron and Chris. Ladies. If you, you are suck too- one of their dicks. Yeah. You suck one of their, their dicks. You get gold member status, ladies. Yes, all the hot dogs you can eat. All, all the hot dogs, all the liquor you can drink. I want, I want, and I, and here's the deal. 
I'm consenting for both of them. So no matter what they say, I have consented legally for... You're a sworn officer, Mike. You know what we're going to do, too? When these two fucking lack of penis-sucking humans over here, uh, we're going to fucking take both their phones and erase their contacts and... We're not gonna. We're gonna make sure they never see them ever again. It's like that. Uh, like a minute black thing. You're just gonna get yeah. zapped. We're gonna let you get the, the warmth of a, of a woman and and the glorification sexually, so you can just calm down and just just balance out. But then we don't want you talking to them ever again, girls. I want you to aggressively take it. Yeah. Like I don't care what they're doing. I don't. Care. Like I said, I said yes for them. I yeah. just said yes for a a Ron and Chris. And let me be real. When I say girl. I mean, if you're a girl now, you'd have to be born a girl. Yeah. A. Ron and Chris said a girl now is good enough. It is going to be really dark out there. Yeah. So if you're not trying to catch some tranny action, you might want to stay clear of Jenny Springs because, you know, they could be out there and it's dark and you're drinking and you're lonely and you're hurting inside. And next thing you know, you wake up to Adam's apple and you don't know why. And you're like, I really like this girl. She's fucking smart. She's sweet. She's got a big dick. You know, she's everything everything I could imagine, you Which, know? By the way, don't be before before you tell me the motherfucking uh weak ass, soft ass bitches are complaining. We got I got more fucking trainees to hang out in my house than yours, motherfuckers, so step it up, player. So you can't say shit about Mike not having fucking goddamn uh love for everybody. I don't give a fuck what genitalia you are. You know, I'm, I'm am I gonna get sucked into the whole call you what the fuck you want and all this like bullshit? No, I don't get sucked into all that. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it real. I'm going to say that's gay and shit still. You know, I'm still not going to say the N-word. Uh, I'm still fucking going to be who I am. I'm yeah. going to say, yes, Smear to Queer was a good game. Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to say I'm sorry that some of you fucking soft-ass bitches grew up in a different time than I did. Uh, but I, I came from a, a, the last of a, a good era. We drank hose water. And we, uh, we we loosely threw the word bitch around. And yeah. I'm sorry, but that's just the way I was rose. I was rose. <laughs> that's why. I, that's how I rose from the ashes. Hell yeah! So remember, Aaron and Chris, open bounty on sucking their dicks. I consent for them. Chick or dick? Yeah, just don't get the camera wet. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Do not get the if. And this is the thing, guys. You ever see one of my cameramen doing anything and you expose their camera to danger? Fuck you. But other than that, if my camera guy gets hurt, that's the game. Here's what here's what's cool about uh, camping. I've done like camping events, like been camping my whole life, as a child and stuff. And uh, it's something magical about meeting a little special something when you're oh, out there yeah. in the woods, camping or girlfriend, the beach. You, you, when you're young, you, you do you know when your parents are settled down, you go. Hey, I'm gonna go for a walk, and they're looking at you like, yeah, I know what you're doing, boy. You know what you always trolling for puss. Here's the thing, too. You always met like a cool chick, but she always had her brother too. Oh, there was always some cock block, and like, you're like, fuck, I gotta somehow get around her brother who also was usually like wanted to kick it with you guys too it wasn't even like he was cock blocking as much as he also wanted to be your homie and now you're like fuck oh i had plenty of homies that wanted to hang out but i i found out it wasn't because they wouldn't hang out with me they wouldn't hang out with my sister i'll tell you the so. be- i think the best time for being a kid with girls was 14 years old because you're still a kid you're stupid there's still like stupid things that you think you're still like you guys want to play manhunt of course i want to fucking play manhunt i also want to suck on titties i'm in a weird spot by like 16 17 18 you're like i'm just trying to fuck yes yeah, when I'm you're lying lying about when we, when we were those ages yeah you would lie about watching nickelodeon still yeah people like you so watch like, nickelodeon <laughs> i never watched fucking alex mack also uh mom please don't turn off the vhs because i gotta record that episode of alex mack it's dope yeah it's the season finale so 
now I feel like these kids just grow up so fast, and yet they, they still, I feel like they just, I don't know. I, 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 when you were 14, people could still be like, hey, man, I found this house in the woods, and I think it's haunted. I'm like, that's stupid. Let's go burn it down. But by the time you got older, you'd be like, I don't believe in any of that shit. I just want to get my dick sucked and look cool, you know? I definitely should have went to prison for a lot of things I did when I was a child. Arson. For me, arson. Oh, yeah. Arson, okay, Chris, for Chris sure. just did a nice little nod there. And and I think in that moment, he thought of every fucking like, dumpster that he set on fire. When we used to set something like that on fire when we were younger, we'd stare at it like it was a god, too. Like, it would just burn there. like, Padre Santo, it was it, like setting a dumpster on fire or or watching a building. But you'd watch a building be on fire and the firemen would be putting it out and you'd just be like, keep burning, burn bright. I did a lot of really bad things as a kid. Well, one thing I'd like to confess, I don't know if I confessed this before that I ever talked about. You're a cop now. You're fine. Yeah. Um, so uh, did I talk about the time how I was convincing a uh, a special kid? that the sky was falling and I was throwing rocks up into the air. Michael, as your lawyer, let me go ahead. And by special, he means very, very smart, talented, yes. young person. Uh, they were fucking multifaceted in music. So, what, what, no helmets whatsoever in this story. Yeah. And I don't know why. I don't know. I don't know why I was doing it, but I was really young. I was like eight or 10 years old and he was coming up to my front yard, and I go, hey, look, blah, 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 the sky is falling. He was like, what? The sky is falling? And I was throwing rocks up into the air and having them, like, fall down, like, around him, but not hitting him. I didn't I didn't stone this guy. I mean, I was throwing rocks up in the air. I don't know why. I just randomly, that story just came to mind, and I feel bad, and I'm well, sorry. My buddy, my buddy, uh, sorry, Ray, my buddy Ray had a cousin, Leo who was a lot older than us, but he was special needs, so he still played with us. He was probably like 16 when we were like 12. But, you know, he had fun time playing with us and stuff like that. But he was 16, and he was very, very strong. And we would we would. Oh, wrestle. I know what you mean by that. Yeah, man. Like, he had the strength, you know? Fucking throw a Buick at you. And we... uh we would wrestle and play like we loved watching WWE and like SmackDown or all the stuff that was on and emulating it. Uh, at that time, it was WWF, I think. Also, that actually reminds uh, me. Pause real quick before I forget. If you uh, watch A and E uh, this Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, you will see myself and the rest of the guys here at the Sausage Castle with our one and only AJ Francis, who was a part of uh, Sausage Castle Wrestling, who was a roommate, a friend. And he went on to actually getting signed by WWE and then doing a TV show that he's a host of called Lost Treasures. And it is the episode that we're uh, a part of is airing this Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on A&E. Go ahead, Miguel. No, yeah, this kid was was so strong. And like I said, he was 16. We were like 12. And we, we would just have to go hide when we were playing wrestling because he, he would want to get in on it. And... I'm talking, we were hiding in the laundry room in the apartment complex, just wrestling around, and he busted the door in, and he was like, wrestling! And this motherfucker was throwing us up against walls, checking us. And just tell us, Miguel, what what was really happening. We I was getting the shit beat out of me. By what? By, by a, who? By a special needs kid. Oh, yeah? Who had, who had Special strength? Super strength, man. Mm-hmm. And and the thing is, like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, I think I've talked about this before. In like the 80s and 90s, one of the things that I think was cool as fuck that I don't know if it happens now because I don't have kids is, but if there was a special needs kid in the neighborhood, you still played with them 
Everybody still played with the kids, cause, and you didn't really know that there was something real. You knew something different, but you didn't understand. Like, now I think kids understand the di- Like, at 12 years old, a kid now can tell you the difference between autism, uh, Down syndrome, uh, agoraphobia. Motherfuckers know shit, you know? We didn't know nothing. We just knew that he was, like, 16. He was cool to play with. You always had to baby. Like, you, you remember that? Like, if you had a special needs homeboy, you had to baby him. You'd be like, Jesus Christ, Leo, fucking, you're getting food all over your face. But it was like everybody I knew this felt- kid named Ricky Enz, or not Ricky. Uh, his name was Ricky, but we called him Marshmallow Head. Yeah, the big ass marshmallow head. He shit his pants. One time he you shit. You could be marshmallow head. No, nah, his head was way bigger. You have than a big ass marshmallow head. His you, head looked you like shit a marshmallow. Your pants all the time. He lived in Sky Lake South and Waterbridge, and fucking Orlando, Florida, in in the late eighties. And his motherfucker, his name we called him Marshmallow Head, and but his name was Ricky, and he shit his pants all the time. He wasn't like you know special or anything, but he just shit his pants. <laughs> And there was one kid named Anthony that we used to piss his pants. He had glasses. Got together. Yeah, and and then them two right there. Yeah. Anyways, flashback. <laughs> you just went to that and then didn't finish it. <laughs> I'm just really tired. I'm stopped up. I can't breathe. I'm dressed like a gay biker. Cop. Cop. Um, <laughs> it's been. It's been. We're, we're getting ready for who this was, weekend. Who was the most feared kid that you didn't want to fight in your neighborhood at some point in my life? I'll let me let me get this one. Uh, so. Back when I was in junior high in sixth grade, or fifth grade, fifth grade there, uh, the basketball court, only the eighth graders were allowed to play in the basketball court. It wasn't a school rule. It was just the eighth graders' rules. And they wouldn't let anyone else play on the basketball court. And every day, me and all the other little bad kids would get together, and we would get in a fight with Lamont, Rance, Antonio, and I can't remember the other dude's name, but there was the four of them, uh... And and Rance Rance was Darius Howard's brother, and Lamont was Lamont Jackson was Aaron Peacock's brother, and 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 these dudes would beat the shit out of us every day. Rance had this thing called the claw. He would pin you down on the ground and then squeeze your brain with his hand and just fucking squeeze your head every fuck I got clotheslined by Lamont so bad I think in my head I did like five flips I'm sure I just knocked once I know I kicked Lamont square in the fucking balls one time and thumbed him in the eye proud as hell as that one but uh, every day these guys would whoop our ass and uh, that was the first whole half of, of fifth grade but after winter break we came back to fucking school and we all kept you know we kept going to the basketball court and like two weeks into it the eighth graders were just like fuck it play basketball and we were allowed to play basketball on the court and it was like a big deal it was like, like i still talk to homeboys that i knew from back then my homeboy nate diggs we talk all the time about that because it was like this glorious moment like we just defeated the eighth graders there was like 20 of us so it took 20 of us all the time but it was this glorious sandlot style moment of we just got the shit beat out of us for fucking 90 fucking days or however long half a semester is or whatever until the point that these kids were like, fuck, 180 days, of th- or yeah, 180 days of school. It's like 90 days of catching an ass whooping before they were like, fuck it, let them play on the court. But the thing about ransom them were too, man, those motherfuckers were like left back twice. There was no social promoting. So these motherfuckers were like eighth grade with cars and shit, you know, fucking, fucking stashes and six packs. They were whooping the shit out of our ass. But was there people that whooped the shit? Was there like a neighborhood tough guys that, in any of the neighborhoods you lived in? Or was it just Marshmallow Head? No, nah, Marshmallow Head, he was cool with it. He was just like he was younger, but <laughs> Gotta chip my pants. There was this one kid, this is a black kid named Kevon. Ooh, Kevon. He lived on the other side of uh, Sky Lake South and me and him went round and round all the fucking time. And it got to the point to where it went from him to his cousins and you know, a lot of uh 
a lot of fucking just family members. I was I felt like I was fighting the whole family tree at one point. Fighting a family is a hard one because f- sometimes you find out somebody you've been cool with for like a year is one of their cousins, and now you got to duke it out with them. Yeah, and. They would play dirty. We'd be fighting. Back in the day, you'd get in a fight, and then the, the crowd would surround yeah. you. Yeah. Like a circle. They'd circle around you. Somebody but, punch you in the back of the fucking oh, head. Oh, yeah. I got hit in the back of the head by young cousins. Yeah. Like, I got, like, spit on and, and shit. And mind you, those cats, those cats, because you didn't know who hit you in the back of the head, still roll over to your house and be like, hey, you want to come play basketball? And you're like, I know you punched me in the back of the fucking head. Well, that's time. the thing. Uh, I was very lucky that my childhood, every, every kid I got in a fight with, we somehow became friends later on. We and then we just had like this mutual respect for each other, and there was a couple. There was a couple. I forget this one kid's name, but we kind of like had this like, you know how you think it was, but it was probably totally different. But in my mind, what I, from what I can remember, we had agreed to never fight. We were like like Russia and America. We're like, yeah, yeah we're the superpowers. superpowers. But we know if we ever fight, it's not going to be good. It's not going to be good for nobody. So let's just never do that, okay? You stay on your side of the block. I'll stay on my side. And that's how I kind of felt with this one kid in uh, middle school. And uh, other than that, like, I, I definitely got, like, I got jumped once or twice. You know, I, I got I got some ass lickings. I got my teeth knocked out one time by this kid on a bus stop. It was like, fuck, he might have been 10 years I old. I have no respect for anybody who told me they grew up scrapping and don't have ass whooping stories. Yeah, because like, they're like, full if of you, shit. If you didn't get, man, you know how many times, you know how many times, I would have fucked somebody up and four other people hopped in and just beat my ass. Or or how many times I got into it with a dude and I was like, uh-oh, uh-oh, this motherfucker, this motherfucker got me. And then some of my homeboys jumped in and stopped it. You when know? you're fighting a complete stranger, there's this fraction of a second that goes on in your consciousness. And I think when two, two guys go toe-to-toe, I feel like one of them normally knows that they're gonna do the most extreme shit to get the upper hand and it's normally like this quiet gentleman agreement that two guys have to like hey i'll do anything but i'm not gonna kick him in the balls yeah. or like or bite him or, yeah or pull a weapon out and now it's like straight to either one of those yeah and and in our days you never heard of someone like taking a gun to school and flexing on somebody or, if somebody brought a gun to school in our day, it was to show you this gun that they're like, check it out. Yeah. And nobody was going to do anything with it, at least for Mark, you know, our regular yeah. child. They're like, check it out, man, I got this gun. Yeah, it, it was, uh, there was, there was always this whole like, you know, we're going to scrap, but no one's going to die. Like, we're not trying to kill each other. In high school, I scrapped, we, we got into this big scrap uh, with Fort D, Fort Dorchester at this party, Shelly Belay's party. And uh, all these Fort D boys came. And for us, it was almost like how me and you are with Greed members now. We were watching these dudes from this other school come in and swoop in all the pussy. And we were like, oh, hell no. Hell no. These motherfuckers yeah. ain't from here. They ain't supposed to be doing this. That's our pussy, yeah, boys. So, Get out of here so now. Hell. With them. And there was this kid there that we named Harold the Tasmanian Devil Cyborg. Young, stocky, Jeez, black yeah, dude. long-ass name. Oh, bro. Just... Young, stocky, black dude with dreads. And what happened was the fight broke out. And Harold backed himself up into the corner. And he was like, anybody steps to me and I'm fucking them up. And another dude from Fort Dorchester where Harold went to school, like a dude he knew, got in front of him. And Harold knocked him out. He said, I said, any motherfucker steps to me. And we were like, ooh, 
oh, this one's a little crazy. And so at one point he was scrapping a dude and I picked up a fucking 32 ounce. Because back in, in, in Charleston, man, we didn't have 40s. We had the quartz, man, you know. I picked up a 32 ounce bottle of St. Ives and I cracked it over the back of his head. But he had all those dreads and he just turned around and looked at me and did the fucking Elijah, just did the fucking Elijah <laughs> finger. And I'm I was like, but give me a tumbo. I'm a tumbo. Yeah, he gave me the Matumbo finger and then my buddy fucking Adam stuck him in the face. But Adam was our head buster. He was our tank adam jonathan travis batten these motherfuckers were the tanks in the crew and if they hit you one time it usually was enough to fucking drop you and jonathan hit this dude when he wasn't look or excuse me adam hit this dude when he wasn't looking hit him right on the side of the face and the dude stumbled and shook it off and then hit adam one time and adam they didn't phase adam but fuck we watched this kid. I threw a brick at him at one point because he hit the ground. I threw Jeez, a brick. Miguel. Man, because we had to end this cyborg. He was throwing Catching people. Catching charges. Bro, he was throwing people up against fences. Well, assault, These come. are called assault deadly weapons yeah. now. You're doing, Cop, you're doing time, bro. Cops come. We all scatter, right? Oh, no. Uh, evading, evading. evading the law. We all scatter. And I mean, two, three weeks later, I'm with this this girl who this girl turned out to be a runaway. I'm like 17 years old with this like hot ass young Filipino girl. I'm like, where do you live? I like picked her up. She's like, oh, just you know, blah, blah, blah. turned out she was on the news later on as some like runaway and like fuck, I'm harboring her for like a couple days, thinking oh like this cool chick till I see her on the news. But before I saw her on the news, we were at a gas station in Fort Dorchester. I'm fucking getting gas in my car. I look over. And there is Harold, the Tasmanian Devil Cyborg, who I'd only met two weeks ago at that party. And he's looking dead at me. And he comes walking to me. And in my head, I'm just like, well, about to get the shit beat out of me. I'm thinking maybe I spray him with gasoline and get in my car and drive because I don't know what to do. Dude comes up to me all cool. He's like, hey, man, shit got real hairy a couple nights ago. He's like, but I don't take it personal if you don't. And I'm thinking, I'm just trying to make sure my voice doesn't crack because I'm like, things happen sir you yeah. know <laughs> i had something like that similar happen to me uh kevon we uh we, we became like allies but we didn't really allies like- is a big word because your neighborhood had allies yeah. they weren't your homie and you might fucking do some dirt with them but y'all weren't homies but still you you were neighborhood homies well me and uh kevon like obviously i had moved on did my own thing and i started sauce castle and i hadn't been even he never been on my my radar for fucking like a I don't know. Or so? Probably, yeah, at least a decade. Uh, and I remember I just found myself uh, in at a spring break in Daytona Beach, Florida, at this shithole hotel. Uh, one of those little one story, not hotel, a motel. Okay, and it's over overran by uh, high schoolers and college and college age kids or high, college like fucking seniors like graduating and you know fucking. Yeah. I think I was like a freshman in college or something, and I was sitting in this my buddy's car. And I looked uh, looked in the parking lot, and uh, I just I was like, "Damn, that kind of looks like what Kevon would look like if he was still alive." And that was Kevon. <laughs> and I was like, "Wow, it kind of looks like him." Because I just remember what his head looked like, and I had my window down, and I heard someone say, "Hey, oh, you okay?" And I was like, "Oh, wow, what a coincidence." And then uh, one of my homies, I guess, knew their crew. They all went to the same high school together, whatever. And I said, "Hey, what's that? What's that dude's name?" He's like, "Oh, that's is, I said, is that Kev- is his name Kevon?" Is he? He's like, "Yeah, you know Kevon." I was like, "Oh, I know Kevon." <laughs> I walked over. There, I said, "Hey, man." I was like, "I don't know if you remember me. We used to uh, live in Sky Lake South." He's like, "Oh shit, what up?" And he was just cool and 
we talked about our our fucking we had we probably had reality like four fights but it felt like a series of like 20 of them when you're young i mean i remember one time my dad had to show up to the park and had to like referee make sure no motherfuckers jumped in and and he would he would tell me he's like if you don't go back there and whip that motherfucker's ass i'm gonna whip your ass because my dad was not on that pussy shit. He was like, yeah, yeah you, you better. It, it, he knew the bigger picture before <laughs> politics and all this other bullshit stepped in. Because if a kid doesn't stand up for himself, he's going to continuously get punked. And that is like the worst thing yeah. someone can do. But now there's a fine line. Because now motherfucking fifth grader catches catches charges for fighting a kid that was fucking with him. And, and you, you know, it is important for you to be able to take some shit mentally but you gotta be able to like stand up for yourself yeah and you gotta know how to stand up for yourself like you gotta know not to be the extreme because here's the deal like you're and i'm not talking for every kid i don't know every kid is being abused or bullied but you're not in a in a situation where people need to die you know what I'm saying? You're I, in a situation, I had to let that happen. Yeah, you're in a situation where you got to scrap. I had and, two and, homies fight at a gas station. Yeah, and one of them died. Yeah. And I, I was friends with both of them. And these, a lot of these kids, though, they, they're getting bullied and picked on. I don't know the stories of everybody, but it's like in their head because they're kids and they're going through so much emotion and they don't have an outlet to fight back. I know that they're like, oh, that you know, the only way this ends is if one of us dies. And man, this is some shit that if you guys later on in life you will run into each other and you won't be happy to see this person, but you won't care as much. Yeah. You know? Like there's still dudes, no lie, man. Hey, no lie, man. Uh there are are, are still dudes, Michael Sterling, fuck Rick, boy. Ricky Ricardo. Yeah, old Michael Sterling Saint Cloud Middle School. I hope he dies. Yeah, well I found out Michael Sterling got locked up for being a pedophile yep. and I was like Yep good. See, you, you knew why you good. didn't like him. Yep. You had a but reason. Mike Sterling, man, I went to me and all the homeboys were hanging by his house and he was showing off this new butterfly knife that he had. And uh you know, just a fucking uh, a knife from the fucking flea market. And uh his dad came up and he like hid the knife and I took it and I hid it for him. And then he's like, his dad was like, Michael, let me see you inside the house. And so he came inside the house and then he told us, all right, all y'all got to go. And so all of us left. And then the next day I went to Sterling's house to go kick it with everybody. And he's like, hey, man, you're not allowed over here no more. I was like, why am I not allowed over here no more? He's like, I told my dad that was your knife. And I was like, you punk ass motherfucker. And like girls would go over there and everything. Sterling was a fucking punk. Yeah, Sterling was a punk. And he hung out with, I remember he hung out with like Oli and Hector and and fucking Josh. He held up with these dudes who thought they were like all cool and shit. But uh, Mike Sterling was a punk ass. And I found out he was locked up for being a pedophile. And I thought about writing him a letter and being like, uh, that's why you're punk ass in jail. Because you lied to your daddy about me. Fuck you. But I didn't want to be on the pedophile's mailing list. It's uh, a <laughs> that's a good call. <laughs> I had a I, I don't know if I talked about this on here before, but there was a, a his name was Ricky Enns, and I remember going over to his house and us like having like slumber parties and shit at each other's house, and uh, I I uh, I remember like him being a bigger dude and like yeah. he, he ride he he had a room that was full of like trophies for BMX and. Uh, I remember he was, like, kind of a bully, but me and him, like, I was a big kid. I was always, like, near six foot, like, ever since, like, eighth grade. I was, like, six yeah. foot tall, you know? Now I'm, like, six three, so I only gained a few well, inches. When, like, when, when did you have your growth spurt? Uh, I would say, like, eighth grade-ish, maybe. I was, like, I was like five, five, like, in, like, fifth grade, 
And then sixth grade, I started growing. So you were, you were tall in, in the years that mattered, man. You yeah. Know? No, it was back then when, like, if you were even close to six foot, you were, like, ginormous. Yeah. Like, oh, shit. And now I don't know what the fuck they'd be doing with these kids. These motherfuckers. Fucking hormones, man. Seven Fucking foot tall. GMOs. Back in my day, you were seven foot tall. You had no ball control, and you could definitely could not shoot. And yeah. now, like, you can do all that. And it's something genetically, I don't know if they're just watching and emulating what they see on TV. Or if it was those fucking and one mixtapes and these motherfuckers skipped to my loo and yeah, shit. Yeah. I used to watch all that oh shit. Oh my god, I love the and one mixtape. Who made it from and one to the NBA? Who was it? It, it was uh, what I think it was skipped to my loo. Yeah, he played for the Pelicans or, yeah. not, uh, or the, the, the Charlotte Hornets or some shit like that. I think. It, it was there was a couple of them that loot. had a chances that they, they skipped to my loot escalade ghetto as fuck yeah. and, and no one really wanted to touch them but they knew they were good you know I think that's what happens in a lot of sports like uh, the parent the parent that shows up the most to practices and has the influence on the yeah. coach that's a big part of it man it's politics from the get go pee wee football all that politics big time so fast forward to um, years later. I uh, my sister finds this uh, Facebook group called I Grew Up in Sky Lake South, and I was like, no fucking way! And I started going on there and seeing all these like people posting. I don't recognize nobody. I'm like, and then there was people because it's people from way before too, yeah, right? Yeah, no, it was like people from the '70s that yeah. lived in this neighborhood and shit. I'm like, oh shit, I'm it's, out. Isn't it cool when you find them talking about something that you knew? They're like, remember Bro, this blah 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 thing, and I, you're like, I have oh, the shit. notifications on. And anytime someone comments on there, I'll go look. And I'm just like, oh, wow, holy shit. I remember what that house looked like. I, I walked by that house. Holy fuck. And uh, this neighborhood was definitely like a, a pretty shitty neighborhood. It, it was a nice neighborhood, but shitty people had moved into it. And fucking we were slowly but surely bringing down the property value. <laughs> and uh, it was like white trash and the hood mixed in together. Yeah. It was like they were co- – it was like below – definitely below middle class. But, you know, they weren't living in the trailers. They were like – it was So like, it was Pepper Mill. Yeah, it was, Mill, well, it was Sky, they were connected. Sky yeah. Lake and Pepper were connected. Pepper yeah. was the sister to it. Yeah. And if you had the real money, you went to Hunter's Creek. Ooh, fancy. You, know? yes, you fancy. Actually, when I first moved here, I lived in like a townhouse in Hunter's Creek, and it was like uh, just getting fancy. And I was like, well, won't be able to live here for long. Oh, yeah. So I'm sitting there going through this uh, Facebook group, just looking at the notifications and trying to see if I recognize anything. And I just scroll on some random convo about like the Little League Baseball league and stuff and i was looking to see if i recognized any of my players and teammates whatever and i recognized a couple i'm like holy fuck. from your from, from like the neighborhood league yeah i was it was called south orange little league and i was uh a part of it, it was right behind a Publix, right there it was a neighborhood or the, the shopping center was called uh water bridge downs right there on orange blossom trail a couple miles south of the florida mall and uh started looking through there and i saw this dude and it said Richard ends, and when I saw the word ends, I was like, "No fucking way!" And I went and looked. I'm like, "Bro, that's that's what he looks like." If you would have fast forward thirty years later, like, holy shit! And uh, I went and commented, and I was like, "That's that's him." And I sent him a message. I was like, "Yo, did you ever be called Ricky Ends? And you played uh, BM? You you rode BMX bikes?" He goes, "Yeah." And I say, like, "Bro, do you remember?" Uh, fucking us burning the woods down and shit and sneaking out and and you were showing me how to ride your mongoose and we find your dad's because uh, he had a dad you know you ever meet a dad a kid 
and their parents, one of their parents are really old. You're like, whoa, yeah. it feels weird. They're like a grandpa. You're like, what the fuck? That's going to be me because obviously I don't have any kids and I'm already 40. So I'm going to be that guy that I was like kind of intimidated. Like, whoa, why is your dad so fucking old? Your you dad's an bad. old man. You know, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. So uh, I kind of like kind of had a little petty moment i was like hey remember when your uh your mom and dad. dad kicked me out of your house because they said that you weren't allowed to play with me because i was one of the poor trash kids and because they lived on the far far end like, it was like a kind of nice little neighborhood over on the other side they live by the tennis court by this little pond and, and he's like and he clapped back with an instantly he was like my father never said that we would old ass dad said a lot of bullshit that's why he's probably dead now yeah i, I like he like immediately tried to defend it and I'm like, listen, bro. I didn't. I didn't even say nothing. Just my mind. I was just like thinking. I was like, listen, dude. I didn't remember this for fucking thirty plus years. If it wasn't fucking true, your parents did not want you to hang out with me because I was too poor, and they felt like I was beneath you. And 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 that's what they said. It said to my face, which fucks you up when you're a kid. Yeah. When a parent flexes on you like that, and you're like, oh fuck, I'm just. I guess. I guess I'm shit. And it'll fuck you up. It will, man. Because it's like, fuck. I'm not ready to hear this shit. I think I think a lot of the political correctness. I think most of it is horrible, but a lot of it is very very necessary. You know, like we there's like a line, man. I definitely feel you. There's like a line where well, you're that's like, the problem. We don't know. No one knows how to uh, respect the boundary. That's it, man. Nobody knows how to respect the boundary of the line. It's like okay, we can't say retarded yeah. or faggot no more, but. You can still feel that way in your mind. Yeah. But you can't say it out loud. Like, if I was, like, black, I'd rather white people, like, say the N-word because then I would know who was actually racist. Yeah. And now it's, like, if a white person says that, then it's, like, oh, it's, like, the end of the world, which, you know, it exposes on who they really are, how they feel, you know? I guess it still works that way, though, because it should be the end of the... Like, you know what I'm saying? It it does what you want it to do, you know? Yeah, but it's, like... uh, you know, not I don't really have like any feelings on that as far as like caring about it because like I come from an era where like everyone was like you know just like you say you and Art were were, were playing the game of who could be the blackest yeah like, Art won when we were young I was definitely like influenced by hip hop culture I had a lot of black friends I went to multiple black schools I was finger fucking young uh, hot uh, well I guess it, well, I guess they weren't. Never mind. That's a <laughs> hot baby bears. <laughs> no, it was like you know, I was fucking like you know, ten, twelve, thirteen years old, having fun with hot black girls. They were my age. Okay, it wasn't a fucking like a, a petty or anything. Fucking. You think they're hot now? I don't know. They're like, do you think they have saying like you, you always wonder, right? Like if they if they a lot of the hot. kids I hung out with when I was a kid are definitely probably dead because these motherfuckers like. Have you ever found like the hot girl that you fucking had a huge crush on? You find her on like Facebook. Yeah, and you're like, like, oh my god. I found ex girlfriends from like 20 years ago. I was like, ugh, the good thing I cashed it on that one. Yeah. Even though I look like shit, way more like shit now. But I'm definitely happier. Yeah. You know, like I'm like, oh, I'm glad things kind of worked out for me. You know. And you ever meet someone where it's awkward? You know that they're like working at McDonald's or something. Yeah. And you're like, hey, so what's up, man? Like you run into like old high school friend and Walmart, and you're like, yo, so how's everything? Oh yeah, everything's good. You know, good, good, good. I ran into a dude that I know was living on the streets, but not like full homeless. You know what I'm saying? Like he's probably living in a car or something like that. Because I seen him, he was like, yo, Miguel. 
And I saw him. I was like, oh, shit, Avery? He's like, playboy. And at first you light up. You're like, get the fuck over here, motherfucker. Like, yeah, yeah. this was my dude. And then as we stood there like, and I looked at me. him, yeah, I was just like, he already had. You ever notice that like dope fiends, they love to like have weird poses. Like dope fiends just can't stand there. Like, he's got like his arm on his neck, holding it and fidgeting. And like his shirt was definitely seen some time. And then he was like, what are you up to? And I was like, oh, I'm, a, I'm a comic now. He's like, hell yeah. He was so supportive too. It was hard. Because he's like, hell yeah, bro. That's what we always knew you should do. I was like, cool, man. I'm like, what about you? He's like, oh, man, you know. Whenever they say you know, <laughs> you know, you know, you this know. shit ain't good. You know, yeah. it's hard to go into some fucking fuckery. Yeah. And then he told me, he's like, I was like, well, man, I was like, bro, I was like, because then I threw it out there, like, not to be like, I was like, mom, I was like, I'm going in the store, man. You need anything from the store? He's like, oh, bro, I'm cool, man. I do. I could use a pack of smokes. And I was like, bro, come with me, man. Like, you know, like it's yeah. like I don't want to talk about it, you know, because it's like, dude, we, we're not we're not homeboys. I also know why I haven't seen him on Facebook for a couple years because I'm like, okay, like you don't have access to Facebook unless the library's open, you know. And like, but I got him some smokes. We kicked it, and it wasn't like like I want to tell this story. Not like I got him some smokes because I'm such a good person. I did it because it was actually awkward. Because it was just a moment where I was like, damn, I'm about to walk into this in South Carolina a store called Cricket, and I'm like, I'm about to walk into this Cricket and and get food and shit because i'm in town why not a bilo uh yeah harris teeter dog yeah and i'm like i'm about to walk in here and he's going to still be outside of it because now i realize he wasn't doing something when i ran into him he was just posting up outside what's the 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 craziest thing you ever flexed on when because when young men i know about me i don't know about you but there was definitely some times in our younger days we would be bullshitting, straight up lying, fabricating some crazy ass story to make ourselves feel better. It's normally around a girl, but there's there were times there's obviously guys you would lie about. Oh yeah, I'm doing good. You know, I got this. Da 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 da. Do you have a story yeah, that comes man. to mind? When I lived, when I was in high school, my like the end of my junior year, my senior year, uh, me and my cousin BJ, we had our own place. We lived in the apartment that that my mom used to live in, and my mom moved to Florida, and I was like, listen, I moved so much growing up because my dad was in the Marines that I want to graduate high school here. I do not want to move around. So finally, my mom agreed, which was wild, and me and BJ lived on our own. Well, about a year after high school, we were just fucking up, getting high all the time. BJ ended up moving out. She was just bad, and we got I got, I got evicted from my place from just smoking weed all the time over there and partying. So I went to Orlando, and... I made it sound like I was coming here for like big things. I was doing all this shit. Yep. And I got a job working at fucking Universal Studios. That's big. And, uh, yeah, but I was just working in the Back to the Future Eye. But, oh. but check it out. Missy Elliott. Why don't yeah, you? Missy Elliott came in and I had a picture. Oh, that's all of, you need. I had a picture of me and Missy Elliott and then like a picture of me and Timberland. And. He, I had it, and you remember what's weird is remember you used to like carry picture albums and stuff. I mean, it's weird yeah. the flex because you didn't have it on your phone. So sometimes I had like in my CD book, I would have pictures. And I remember I came back to party with some people on spring break, uh, and I drove back to Myrtle Beach, and this girl was going through the book, and she was like, "Damn, you know Missy Elliott and Timberland." I was like, 
Man, I've been working at Universal Studios with all like the celebrities and stuff. I was working at Back to the Future operating a ride. And in and, and, and the picture, I took my Back to the Future shirt off. So I just have slacks, like khakis on and a white shirt. She's like, what do you do there? And like, I'm talking to these girls. I'm like, man, you know, just, when celebrities come in, I like, I like set them up with all this stuff and take them around. And I'm flexing like it. And all it is is a picture of me and Timberland and Missy. And this led to this lie that I was like in the music industry for that whole spring break. Hell yeah. Just so I could flex on girls one time uh this guy i went to church with his name was john parrot he was uh like a, a worship leader but he was like an alternative rock like well he was like the guy who sat with the chair backwards and would sit down what's up bro yeah Let me talk to you about the word super but he wasn't pushy like that he was like cool he was like you found out he like drank beer on the weekends nice. and stuff you're like oh wow this guy's fucking cutting edge super cool uh actually chris one of one of our guys he uh, knows some of his like family and friends. Uh, oh, because that dude's out there in the fucking panhandle, right? Uh, I don't know where he's at now, but um, he's a shorter dude, and he had a great voice, and he was like some karaoke like state champion or some shit. He was just real good on stage and on, on the guitar and everything. Well, he he worked at this. Uh, I think I guess it was called the Marriott, and he did like timeshare stuff or something at one point, and. Um, I was driving a Kawasaki Ninja, Ooh, covered oh. in red shag. I've heard about this, this this bike. Yeah, and for some reason he was so fascinated by it. I used to like, go over to his house every now and then, and he was like, in my eyes, he was rich as fuck. He like bought me lunch and stuff. I was like, oh shit, you know, <laughs> you know. And these guys like w- were living in some fancy ass neighborhoods back in the day, you know. And uh, he he was like, hey man, let me let me borrow your bike for the weekend. I was like. I'm like, I'm not going to say no to this yeah. guy. Then he throws in the deal. He sweets it up. He goes, hey, if you let me borrow your bike, I'll let you borrow my Mustang convertible. It's bright red. Armstrong. It, it might have been the very year. It wasn't more than a year older. So it was either like, I don't know, the time was probably like 2001 or 2000. Red Mustang convertible. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I was like, no way, bro. I was like, deal. So he let me borrow his car. And it was supposed to be just for the weekend. And uh, I actually went in a job interview because he tried to get me uh, a job at Marriott. And it was one of the best, worst interviews ever. I showed up to this job interview. Uh, and I was gonna basically going to be like trying to trick people in the in the bells or not the bell, uh, the premier outlets. Yeah. Walking around the, the fucking uh, mall trying to convince people to go on this timeshare tour and this and that. And I totally didn't really want the job, but yeah. he was like, yo, it pays like $8 an hour. Like, I was what? like, what? $8 an hour? Holy fuck. Like I a mean, lawyer? Holy shit. That's how you get rich. So <laughs> I go in and I remember like it was yesterday. It was 4th of July. And they That's had, when you went for the job interview? Yeah, on 4th of July. Oh my God. And I had this american flag uh tie on because i was I always had my like resume yeah all, all i still got copies of my resume floating around here from like the early 2000s i had all these different various jobs my shit looked good i had disney world on there and hard rock cafe i had had some legit shit I had charlotte ruse had a little Ooh, little bit of everything charlotte you know ruse. retail fucking food and beverage i had hotel on there i had a little bit of everything and uh i show up and it was like this heavier set lady in her like 40s and i could tell she was repulsed by like the presence of me <laughs> and 
I remember like waiting for a little bit in the lobby, and I came in, and I was like, "Damn, this is Fourth of July. What the fuck? Like, who the fuck? They didn't be really hard off for her fucking employees." So this lady sits me down, closes the door, and then she's got one of those like glass offices, and you, you like can, see everything on the outside. Yeah. So uh, I was just, you know, here's my resume. Hello, thank you. I know all the mannerisms. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm I'm a great like meeting people for the first time. If I'm yeah, you know the game. Focused on it, and I know how to fucking lay it on them and shit. You know. So uh, she was sitting there interviewing me, and for some reason, from what I can remember, she kept asking me like. All these like weird like uh you know the questions I ask now to people like yeah. so why do you want the job? job what would you do Da-da-da. and she kept asking me like uh am I nervous and I was like no not ner- no I'm not nervous at all why do you ask She's like oh I'm just wondering and she asked me another series of questions another couple yeah. of series of questions like what would you do and in this case if you found out another former employee was stealing like and she kept asking I was answering all the questions I know I was giving the right yeah, answers yeah. she kept asking me he's like. Um, so are you nervous? I'm like, no. no. And then at this point I was like, all right, maybe this ain't the job for me. So then I remember, and I'm going to fuck this up, but I remember just looking dead in the face and say, no, I'm not nervous. I'll, I'll get butt ass naked right now. What, what, do you, what do you, what do you want? What do you want from me, lady? And, I like how that's where it went. Yeah. I'll get butt ass naked right now. I ain't wearing a fucking wire. Yeah. I was like, what, what do y'all keep? You keep asking me if I'm nervous. It's like the fourth time you asked me. I didn't say that, but I was like thinking that in my head, but I definitely said, nah, lady, I'll get butt ass naked butt right now. I'm not naked. nervous. I was like, basically I was like confidently telling her like, nah, this job ain't shit. I got you. And then uh, shortly after, it's like, okay, thank you. Uh, we'll we'll let you know if we uh, need you. I'll get butt ass naked right now. And then I got up and I I uh, kind of walked out, and uh, I remember the door kind of like closed like automatically, and I stopped. I looked through the glass. And I could see her sitting down in her desk, and I opened the door and I kind of peeped my head and I say, "Was it the butt ass naked part <laughs> that kind of like sealed the deal, or 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 what?" And then she smiled, and I said, yeah, this is probably not for me. I'm going to go back to my house and have a party. So, like, yeah. And then, then it became this, like, fuck this place. I don't need this. You know, da 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 I'll get butt-ass naked right now. Well, you know where else you can get butt-ass naked? At Genie fucking Springs this weekend. Yeah. We're going to be there. I didn't tell the flex part yet. Oh, what's the flex? So as I'm driving back this Ford Mustang convertible, bright red, I show up to Josh Van Tassel's house. <laughs> Full circle, Josh Van Tassel. Yes. So if you listen to the earlier podcast, you know about who that is. Uh, there's this kid that was in my youth group, and uh, he was always like this negative, like, I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. And he was always like ramming like religion down your throat and type of thing. But really nice family. Turn, turn out later, he wasn't so... Uh, so Christian like as they say. Uh that's a whole other story. But I remember showing up to his house and like literally honking the horn, pulling up in this red Mustang, and his house was where they filmed uh Waterboy at, right there in New York Ave in St. Cloud, Florida. It was right there in the corner. I think it was like New York and tenth or something, or eighth, somewhere around there. And uh he comes out and he's like, Whoa, what's this? I was like, yeah, my new car. I got a new job at, at the Marriott. I'm doing great. I ain't seen him in a couple of years. 
I basically just been nearby them, and I just went there to flex and like lie to everyone. I told them this was my car, and I remember telling one of my other homies it was my car. And to this day, they still think it was my car. That car for that time. And I saw him like six months later. I'm not gonna say the other person's name. Yeah. But uh, he was like, "Yo, what's up, with your car?" I was like, "Car? What, what, which car?" He's like, "Yo, that Mustang you had. This thing was badass." Like, "Oh yeah, I traded it in. Finally get rid of it. Got this Kawasaki right here. Yeah. Never gonna look back." Yeah, there's Put a little uh, denim on the back of it too. <laughs> we, we've all done some weird flexes like that. We've lied to bitches trying to at the club, telling them we're yeah. rich as fuck or something. Or, and you find when you're young, you want to do that stuff. You're trying to impress these girls, and we would, you know, make up crazy stories. Everybody, when you're yeah, young. especially like in the uh, the early 2000s. You're like, oh no, in, yeah, no, no social you know, media days. Fuck yeah, yeah, you could be telling all kinds of fucking stories. Well. Do your flexing this weekend at Jenny Springs, and the best way you can flex is by being an actual member and telling these girls and dudes you meet at Jenny Springs, yo, you know Mike Busey? I'm a member of his fucking organization. I'm a member of the MikeBusey.com social media fucking game-changing event because that's the hardest flex you can flex on. It's true, and we might be getting kicked out before we actually get fully set up because we are bringing a lot of awesome shit. I'm staying in another RV, so Mike, you can come crash with me if we get kicked out. We have oh. secondary vehicles for getting kicked out. We're bringing the the tour bus we're bringing stripper poles we're bringing golf cart limos we're bringing lights fog machines and remember fucking- if you're a member if you're a gold or silver member every night from 8 p.m till we want to shut it down we're gonna have hot dogs and booze for you and if you're a green member i'm sure we got some kind of upgrade we can hit you with yeah we, we might fucking tax you with hapes behind this bus player we might we might have a little party uh throw down all late night in the fucking in the back of the tour bus you know getting getting real weird well that's what's up guys we want to thank you guys for listening we want to thank our new members and we can't wait to see everybody at jenny springs remember tell them about aj and the wwe again uh this sunday night uh 10 p.m eastern standard time on a and e uh set your dvrs tell your friends set up a notification your phone to go watch Lost Treasures on A&E Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It is the episode that Jake the Snake and the WWE and the one and only Sasuke's very own AJ Francis uh, shows back up to, uh, well, to look at a little something, something that I have. And, uh, yeah, it'll be fucking uh, exciting to see what the fuck happens because you know these hollywood motherfuckers be editing shit and making it fucking whatever horrible or fucking great i don't know we'll see and guys just to let you guys know if you've missed any of my long john silver's performances shame on you but i will be co uh headlining the leesburg theater that is the melon patch theater on saturday june 5th the show start uh, doors at seven show at eight it'll be me my homeboy devin siebel and this new girl named morgan gallo who i hear is really funny but uh, if you want to go check it out, man, come check that out in Sanford, have June ever, 5th. Have you ever lied to a female comic that you thought was attractive and you're like, oh, yeah, you're great, just so that you could probably maybe possibly fuck her? No, but I have lied to comics when I knew like they had rooms that I wanted to work. And then I was like, yeah, man, you're pretty good, man. We should fucking link up. Uh, who books you in that thing in uh, fucking New Orleans that <laughs> you did, yeah. you know? Hey, there's a joke in comedy that uh, somebody will find out that there's a comedy show at an abortion clinic. And we'll be on Facebook like, can you believe it? They opened a fucking comedy show at an abortion clinic. And then 50 people will hit up the person like, who books that? You know? <laughs> yeah. Who, who, who's, who does the booking? Who does there? the booking? Hey, guys, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Mike Beast Sorry, show. today was kind of shitty. No, to stop that. No, I was. I was just tired. No, I'm, it wasn't. I can't Stop breathe. It. Stop how, it. You how bad it. was the show? It wasn't bad. You're just you just you just getting your feels like a fucking no, no, bitch. I'm, no, no, I'm not like yeah. no, I'm not like feel feel. I'm just oh. saying I 
I know we could do better and uh, stop that. Well, stop that. Stop no? that because it's negative. He was like, "Stop the tape. Stop yeah, the tape. Stop, stop the recording. Stop recording." You, you're, you're a vibe creature. What do you do to the vibe of somebody who just listens to this podcast and the dude hosting is like, oh, "I could have done better." Then they're gonna be like, "Do better. You did great. Stop the tape. Should Love we, you guys." Should we edit that out? Shut it down. Shut it down. Edit it out, Chris, or no? Miguel's over here pulling, unplugging cords. <laughs> Shut and it shit. down. I'm like, uh, quick, he, quick, run, run. He's like my political candidate, and I'm like, Jesus Christ, stay on the teleprompter. Stay on the teleprompter, Michael. No, seriously, guys, we really are appreciative. Uh, no, it was it was a good show. I mean, you know, I, I here's what it comes to. I think that even I know Miguel's like, God damn it, Mm-mm, no, no, but yeah, I it's positive, and, and then it positive. is positive. Yeah, I, I still, I don't know, this is arrogance, or whatever. I still feel. Our worst show is still better than what half these motherfuckers listen to. That's all I got to fucking say. Love you guys. Good night.